I guess that means we're about to go live. Welcome, everybody, to the Robert Scott Bell Show. We are about to crank it up from Atlanta, technically Buford, Georgia, Lake Lanier Islands Resort. You guys have time. I'm going to be here broadcasting. Thanks to Tia Severino and the crew from the Next Steps Conference, Next Steps 2023. We got a, a surprise list of guests that I don't even know all the people coming on, but I do know Polly Tommy's scheduled, so that's going to be fun. Uh, we got a lot to cover and to do it. I know I'm, I'm doing Georgia Smokey and the Bandit references because, hey, I'm back in my, uh, well, my briar patch. And it's sunny. I took my shirt off, got some vitamin D before the show, so you know it's going to be a good show because Super Don's also making it sound so good. If it glitches a little bit, my apologies because we are live via the hotel and you never know what's going to happen. So tell your friends, join us now at robertscottbell.com slash listen and let's get this healing party started. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. A lot of people um, who are big, you know, defenders of the vaccine, uh, any of the vaccines uh, related to COVID, will say, "Well, every drug has side effects, and you can't, you know, it's overall a good thing. It's helped a lot of people, and so just pointing out the few adverse reactions." isn't really helpful. What do you say to those people? Well, the sad reality is, is when, when we dismiss people that are suffering with very real diseases, uh, we're, dis we're dismissing their, their real need for medical care. So what we're doing when we erase these people, uh, which is essentially what we're doing by dismissing these complaints, is we are um, sentencing these people to a long and horrible outcome without medical care, without recognition, and without financial compensation. Yeah, that was Brianne Dressen being interviewed by Laura Ingram on Fox News. And, uh, you know, I interviewed her, in fact, for the uh, documentary film, Utah Safe and Effective. And uh, there were so many people, absolutely so many people that we interviewed couldn't fit everybody in. Quite honestly, at the end of the day, uh, having to cut people out for various reasons. But she was also featured in the documentary Anecdotals, Anecdotals uh, by Jen Sharp, as you know. But she uh, outspoken on the issue of injury because she got injured. And so you have a story here. Of, of a woman like many, believed she was doing the right thing. Actually, Brienne uh, was in the trials, the clinical trial, volunteered for the clinical trial and was injured and still not get any help from Pfizer. And so Laura Ingram's now you know, asking her, hey, what, what's the deal? You know, they're denying these injuries. What's, what's the story? Why is that? Do you think you know? I think you probably do. There are a lot of reasons for it. But how disgusted are you that... Uh, not only what you would expect of a big pharma company, but have you recognized that big, big government and big media don't care about you either? They cheerleaded for this stuff. And now that people are injured, they are gaslighting you. Even as more, more people come forward and how obvious it's become <sighs> is getting harmed from mild to severe to death even. And granted, there's a lot that still will not acknowledge and recognize the cause and effect link, at least temporally, if not in other ways. The question is, are you able to reach the people 
that have been harmed to, to lend them a hand and to, to perhaps provide a way to recover because you know a little bit. You know perhaps a lot more than the people even watching on Fox News in that interview who are just now coming to this conclusion after how long? And I shake my head and I said, you know, I, I still meet people at events that, like, it's embarrassing, but they don't know about the Robert Scott Bell show. <laughs> I'm like, you know, as I've, I've kept that uh, slogan, the best kept secret in health talk out there, a little bit tongue in cheek, but it, but in reality, it's true too. When you go into an environment like I do at these various events where I'm at right now, the Next Steps Conference, and you still find people that are plugged into a lot of good stuff and they've never heard this, this show, I'm not gonna chat for not talking about it because I know you do, but it's just extraordinary how we are shielded from that which could open our eyes to see things that maybe we didn't want to see. And maybe that's the reason as well. And, and I'm philosophical about this. I'm not butthurt. So don't, don't go, call me up and stop. Quit your crying, Robert. I don't bring it up to cry about it. I recognize that in my journey, in my life, that before I was ready to hear and see certain truths, I couldn't hear and see them. Even if they were spoken to me, even on a wall in front of me, it would be invisible to me. This becomes a, not only a question of consciousness, but a question of uh, open hearty and asking for help. I did ask for help and healing when I was a young person and through my teen years, but I wasn't ready to hear the answer that took me four or five more years of the, well, five more years from the age of 19 to 24 before I was ready to hear the answers and, and being willing to do that which was required of me to get well, that is to go organic to detoxify my liver, to embrace homeopathic medicine, herbal medicine, natural medicine of all kinds, supplementation, et cetera, cleaning up the water that went in me, you name it. And I think that uh, we forget sometimes, and I'm guilty of this as well, is that until I am ready, people can shout and yell and scream at me, you know, to be true, and I won't be able to see or hear it. And that's a, it's a frustrating place to be if you care about somebody. You know, and I could yell and scream. It's like, why doesn't everybody know about the Robert Scott Bell Show? because they're not ready. And that's not an accusation uh, in any way, shape or form of denigration. It's just a matter of the things, let's acknowledge the things that I share with you on this show and have for this is my 24th year. To some, you know, you embrace it, but to many, it's just too shocking. I couldn't, you couldn't conceive of it. Even though I don't consider myself a shock jock, maybe Super Don does. You know, all these years together, Super Don, it, it, of all the things you would call me, is shock jock one of them? <laughs> It's just wonder. No, 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 no. But still. Howard Stern, you are not. Right. A different kind of shock, Jock. I don't know. But listen, I, some of the stuff you talk about is shocking. Well, there. that's what I mean. It's just, but I don't try to be shocking the way I present it, do I? I mean, that's, uh, I try to be no. open, loving, and kind of welcome in. Although in the past, you've heard me get a little angry. It's true. Yes, it is true. Here at Super D, I'm like, you know, I joke with people when they haven't heard of me or the show. I'm like, where have you been? What have you been doing? Has you been head under a rock? What's going on? And, and uh, it, again, it's all in good fun and good nature. Honestly, the, the moment you're ready, things happen. This is the way it's happened for me in my life, Super D. That's why as much as I'd like to say, well, everybody should know about what we do, Super D. 
Yes. Uh, this isn't just your run-of-the-mill average. Let's sociopolitics, right, left, Hegelian dialectic. Let's play it up and frighten you. Or, or your your typical uh, hello caller. Uh, what, what do you call it for? I have corns on my right. feet. How do I get rid of them? So there's been a limited audience for this over the years, and I and I think the audience is growing, no doubt. Every time we got banned, and you know, you look at what's happened, like with Brianne Dressen, and we've got some more clips I want to show everybody from that. Uh, the Tucker Carlson is talking about on Fox News. Stunning, quite honestly. Still, you know, I look and I go, well, where have you been, right? But when you get there, you get there. Right. So if we talk more about these injuries and, and who's eligible even to get compensated, it's disgusting. It's embarrassing. It's like anybody that think, calls themselves a caring person, you, you think about, well, the government wouldn't do that to you. Like, Watch what the government is doing to you. You ready to play this next clip? Yep. Yep. You're okay. Well, Brianne, I know I must know five or six people just personally who've had, you know, quite significant reactions to usually it's the second shot. Um, and there have been over 11,000 claims, I believe, filed at CICP about the COVID vaccine. 543 have had decisions rendered, which is under 5% of all the claims. And that's just 19 of them only 19 have been listed as eligible for compensation. Now, we don't know all the cases. We don't know all the details of all the cases, but that's a pretty small percentage. Does, does that tell you anything? It is. Well, there you go. Uh, more injuries occurring and more denials occurring. And someone who knows about this for um, you know decades is long before the COVID jabs. We have the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program and all the children have been injured. You try to get de desperately some help and support. We were just playing, and this is, by the way, for those of you joining us now, Polly Tommy is with us, TV and more. I've known her for years, love her dearly. Her whole family is amazing. And shout out to John if you're watching. Put your clothes on, John. Come on. <laughs> I, well, you know what? In I know, but you, you were talking about that. So I had to go outside, Polly, take off my shirt. And, and get some vitamin D directly from the sun while I'm here. That's for my husband and my son, Billy. They are pretty much naked the whole time. <laughs> I was only half naked, Super Don. Don't worry. It's okay. I, I still have pants on. Uh, but, uh, Polly, it's good to see you. We're just uh, playing. What are you uh, talking about? Well, uh, there's a couple of clips. Laura Ingram interviewed Brianne Dressen about the uh, injury to COVID she had. And as I mentioned, she is, you know, from her history, political, a very, very Democrat, pro-vaccine person. She volunteered for the trial. She got injured. And then found out she's left high and dry by both uh, Pfizer, the government, everybody and anybody. And then to bring up the idea that she actually got injured from the vaccine jab is anathema to anybody who believes in it more like a religion or a cult devotion. And so her fellow Democrats started shunning her as they did Jen Sharp, who did the anecdotals movie. And so it's a very uncomfortable place to be to realize that the belief in government, the belief in the goodness of all the things that Big Pharma could bring shattering and your life is shattered because of it and you know because of billy and what happened to him with vaccine so i don't have to tell you any of that but many more people are discovering it only through covid jabs that's right i'm going to say something that i don't know if you'll like this or not but it's really i'm saying this on behalf mm -hmm. of a great many people who've been in this as long as i have yeah i am so sorry for those people that got injured by the covid shot i really am truly sorry we tried to warn you yes okay and that, that, it's not a game here and we're not we're winning you're losing this never was about that it was always about trying to warn you about it some of you heard some of you didn't when you stand up and you say publicly 
I'm not anti-vax. I'm not in that crowd. What you're doing, mm -hmm. I'm just speaking to the people who have been hurt, is you're saying that people like Billy, who, who was injured by the MMR, his story doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And it's actually really upsetting for us parents that have been in this game a long time. Right. I understand you have been hurt. I understand that you want... Mm -hmm money or whatever but yeah. seriously i don't mean to be rude but get behind us to the yeah. line that goes to oh. a mile and a billion.com on the corner of it all yes we but, have been there for years so i love you mm -hmm. and i'm sorry you got hurt polly your point behind us. is well taken because i've said this many times as well we've been trying to warn you and and where were you when we were warning you you were denigrating us you were spitting on us you were yelling at us telling us that we aren't science we aren't anything anything that should be listened to in fact we should be banned etc so i'm with you in that regard not having had a billy in my life you know directly right. as you have but in my own way had woken up with my own injury from the smallpox vaccine when i was a kid but not knowing it until much later as i became a homeopath and looked back and like oh my gosh the whole thing was a lie Right? right. And so I was able to prepare myself and my wife to have children that would not be experimented upon in that way. And I know for a, my son would be so far in the autism spectrum that he might be dead if he had gotten the shots, knowing what we knew of residual mercury from all the things we were exposed to as kids. Not even adding that into the mix. He had all of the signs and symptoms. He even had ticks and things through his teen years. A lot of the boys do. And a lot of it's related to, to mercury toxicity, even at lower, lower levels. So. I am, by the grace of God, you know, woke up in time to save my kids, but many that we tried to warn since then, and you have, didn't pay attention and said, I'm going to go ahead and get the COVID jab, to your point. Yeah, and again, I can cope with them throwing insults at me. I can cope yeah. with all of that, but do not put my son's story down because, or mm -hmm. anybody else's child's story down because yeah. their story is as important as your story. So yes. just know that. And, here, you know, I'm just losing my tolerance on it a yeah. little bit. Play the next clip, Super Don. It's about uh, the, the uh, uh, effects, the side effects, so quote unquote, the adverse effects that they acknowledge versus the ones that they don't. And, and referencing, in fact, all of the history of the vaccines that we've talked about here in this next clip. Check this out. And the sad reality is, is the people that are being approved, it's for myocarditis and anaphylaxis, which are a reactions that are disclosed publicly and acknowledged by the FDA and the CDC. If you do not have a reaction that's acknowledged by the CDC or the FDA, like small favor neuropathy, like Susanna Newell has, or ocular hemorrhage, like the other guests that you previously discussed, um, that's it. You're not getting an approval. Even issues that are historically happening with other vaccines, even those diseases with the COVID vaccines are not being approved. Transverse myelitis is being denied. GBS is being denied. Uh, these are very simple diseases that the FDA, the CDC, the NIH, uh, they all have known about these diseases because of previous vaccines. So it blows my mind that for some reason the COVID vaccines are held to a totally different standard than all of the other previous vaccines that we have implemented in this country. Fascinating. And she's acknowledging something that we've been pointing out, and yet she's very nervous about upsetting certain political bases, like you said. I'm not anti-vaccine, but da, da 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 I'm like, stop it already. Stop with your rubbish. Yeah. Also, here's mm. the thing. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not completely upset on this, but we still do not know every single ingredient in these COVID shots, correct? We still don't have no, an we insert. Don't. We do not know what's in there. So it's be people don't understand that. And they say it's safe and effective. Go look at the, the go look at go and ask the pharmacy for that insert that still says intentionally blank. Mm -hmm. Except for the Cominati, which is approved but good luck finding that because we don't have it in this country right right one more clip here 
talking about the the risks, uh, acknowledging it's a it's a bigger mess. And again, it's fascinating to see this is happening primarily and only on Fox News. You know, we're not fans of any particular media outlet, but I do acknowledge that their willingness to cover some of these things is shocking considering. But once again, where have you all been in the mainstream media? You've had the capacity to cover these things and only now are covering it. Look, I'm grateful that you are, but I'm not going to give you a medal for it. Uh, go ahead and play that final clip. Well, why do you think that is? Well, we have our theories. Um, you know, the sad reality is, is if we do acknowledge that these COVID vaccines do present more risk than just, you know, a few handful of cases of myocarditis and anaphylaxis, then we definitely have a, a far greater right. mess on our hands. Yeah, so there's a lot of money on the line. Pfizer obviously has made billions and billions of dollars. Um, they fund a lot of research fellowships. They give a lot of grant money. Uh, they're incredibly powerful. Pharma is incredibly powerful here in Washington. You, it's still, I'm sitting back and looking at the history of since I've been broadcasting since 1999 and seeing that this is being discussed at all on any right. so-called mainstream news network. It's still, I still am shocked. I'm like, is that really happening? At the same time, you know, so many people have been harmed, injured, killed, and we're still talking about going to the same entities to, to protect us, much less resolve the problems that they have participated in causing. That's why we're at the Next Steps Conference. It's like we're starting to look beyond that, I think. Right. But also, mm -hmm. things like the Daily Mail and new big newspapers are starting to run headlines on um, injuries as well. So I think the media, some of the media are like, mm -hmm. they're not quite sure which side of the fence, which do they, where do they jump mm -hmm. now? What's happening? It's yeah. crumbling. It's crumbling. There's too many are injured. So you're starting to see the media suggest that maybe I am always on that side. But also, um, they're saying now, well, we didn't tell you to get the COVID shot, by the way. Right. We didn't tell you. You didn't have Did to. Did we tell you? Yeah. You right. didn't have to. You chose yeah. to do it. Your fault. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? They basically told Welcome you. Welcome to our world. You, you couldn't have a life. But we didn't tell you to do it. Just if you don't do it, you can't come here. You can't go there. You can't have a job. But one of the things I'm hearing a lot of is people say, well, you know, they took the shot um, and they've got cancer. But it, the doctor said they always had cancer. But because of the lockdown, the year before the shot came out, they had it before that. And because they couldn't go and get, you know, tested because they were locked down, they've only found out now. Why are people believing this? And also they said, well, you know, it's genetic because Auntie Grace had cancer. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got cancer in their families. It's the era we live in right now. Yeah. Unless you're a completely unvaccinated, healthy family of generations right. and generations, then maybe you don't. Can I just say, when I was on the bus, I did not find one family that were vaccine-free, including the vitamin K, that had cancer. Mm. Not one. Well, we've got to be something in that. Right. We've talked about the things, the cell lines, et cetera, from the so-called traditional vaccines before mRNA injections and, and things. And now uh, precipitating of uh, things like cancer included uh, that we should have acknowledged and seen. Of course, you know, I didn't know this growing up first 24 years of my life, I was medically grown, pharmaceutically grown, and I had my wake-up call because of my personal health issues that led me to do what I do. And you just came out of a, a great uh, segment this morning from the Next Steps Conference here. I, in I gave you a shout-out. Oh, you did? You're yeah, so you went sweet. there. I was like, where's Robert Scott Bowen? You weren't there. I was do prepping for this. And then I was right? like, where's Dan Hennicott? She wasn't there. I was like, okay, I'm not coming to any of your No, talks. come on. <laughs> no, no. But you were talking about <laughs> media, about yeah. how we cannot wait even though it's good that some media are covering these things, 
We cannot wait for them to do it fully engaged the right way, the way we know, because we're in the trenches. We've lived it. We are living it. And your perspectives, Stephanie Lucrecio and, and others that were there, Tia, uh, quite profound in saying, you know what, you've got to pick up the microphone and tell your story. And here's yeah. how. Yeah. So basically what we're talking about today is the importance. Basically, the dark side, as I call them, their biggest fear is not Dell or Andy or Bobby Kennedy or any of those. No, 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 no. Because I'll just say they're crazy. The biggest fear is us, all of us, you, collectively, all of us getting up and telling the truth about what not being afraid. They want us to be afraid. They want us to be divided and they want us to just stay in our corner. So the minute we all pick up our phones or whatever it is that we've got, you pick it up, you put it sideways like that. Mm-hmm. And you film. Don't do it that way. You film. You film yeah. everything that's going on. I want to hear about the people who are trying to get smart meters taken off their houses and they're you know, being threatened with arrest and their electricity cut off. I want to hear about people whose chickens are being taken away because they say bird flu is coming. Mm. I want to hear about factories being burnt down. I want to hear if you're poor and you can't put food on your table. I want to hear about vaccine injury. I want to hear about everything. That's why I put built CHD TV mm. so that we can bring the morning news to you. There's certain things we can't cover, but he covers it for yeah. us. <laughs> but do you want to explain that? Because, because we're 501c3, yeah. and so I get a call from what I call above. Yeah. I'm not obviously the above, not right. my Jesus, but the next step down yes. is my bosses. Yes. And you can imagine who that is. And I've only had three calls. That's not bad for you. One host really called good. Biden demented, and I got a call saying, because we're 501c3 saying, there isn't actually weirdly enough any proof that he is demented. You okay. might think that, yeah. but there's no proof that he is but, apparently. But, so you can't- and we could be sued, so I had to take that show down. It's super annoying. Yeah. But um, we have to be careful about what we say politically. Of all the people that I thought that would uh, not be able to constrain their own ability to speak out would be you. And yet you have some discipline I didn't know. Pretty impressive. Well, I, you know what? I'm so impressed. Well, the reason I took the job at CHD is yeah. because they they can build a platform I can't afford to build. It costs mm. a lot of money to yeah. stream things oh, yeah. out. I mean, oh, yeah. maybe you know about that. Oh, yeah. And I, I just yeah. don't have any money, so I can't do it. So I joined it. And also, they're super good. Bunch the of people. people. They're yeah. so kind, and they were. They're nearly all women, by the way. I love that too. Brian Hooker's yes. coming in later. He's a he's chief. He's not scientist. a woman. Later, no, no, he's not. I was thinking of the one man. I think yes. we have. Brian's awesome. Or my brother. Brian Hooker's one of my favorite people he, in the whole world. He's a, possibly the nicest person, the most intelligent, smart, and he's a dad, and he's lived through it. One of the things that I was saying in the in, this morning, and I think it's super important. You do not need to be have a broadcasting journalism degree or whatever it is you're supposed to have to do whatever you know to be a journalist so first-hand experience is everything and no money no qualifications i care how many letters you got after your name that does not make you i'm more of an expert in my son's vaccine injury than any of you white coats will ever be Mm. and so we've got to grow a set as we say in england Mm. get out our phones and record what's going on in america and we put it out on uh, i mean i'm suggesting others contact him or if it's political and if there's anything else, ju- do you think all I me. do is politics? No, but I can't do that. So that's why I'm shuffling them over to you. Right. And we go every morning with yeah. breaking news, and the breaking news has to come from you because that mm. is what is going to freak the dark side out more than anything else. Us being the reporters, mm. they spent so long and so much money being Pfizer sponsors, Bill and Melinda Gates sponsoring all of our channels. Yeah. We're taking over now. We're in charge. Absolutely. Now, when you invite me onto your show, I will. I will limit my communication. Because I don't want to call from your boss either. So no, I don't want to call from my boss. No, I can um, do it. Yes, but but actually, no. I'll just tell you before we can't we can't endorse somebody. That's right. what Fiverr wants. And yeah. the reason why we have to to play by the rules, which is really hard, is because they'll uh, they would love to bring the doctors. They would love to bring children's house friends down, wouldn't they? Of course. So we don't yeah. need to do politics. You can do that. No, that's all right. We 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 can do it all. But here. be the reporters, yeah. guys, yeah. and then just just email either him or me with your stuff, and we'll I'll put it out on the news. I want to hear from you. Okay. 
So what are you spending the little money you have on? Is it still the home for Billy and, and more families that have been uh, adversely affected by it? Well, well, first whatever. of all, talking yeah. of money, the yeah. price of food is out. I live in Austin, Texas, yeah. and I, we eat organic food. Mm-hmm. I can't, As do I. It's super expensive. We yeah. grow our own food, but we had a foss that took it out. We need to get back. It's really hard to grow food. Don't you think it's hard? Mm, depends on where you are. When we oh, move to Austin. the high desert, uh, it's like a shorter growing season, but there are no bugs. Uh, no humidity to rot things out. So we've had some bumper crops. But when I was in Florida, yeah, it's a challenge because the environment and, and humidity and everything. so, so yes. long to grow. I will yeah. never not appreciate a pomegranate and things mm. like that ever again. Yeah. Grow your own food, people. Yeah. It's the only way to, so anyway, what was the question? Well, I, oh, I, oh, the autism center yes, in Austin. Right, correct. People, if you are um, have an adult with like Billy, that is, Billy's going to be 27. Mm. If you've got an adult like that and you're relying on the system look after that child when you are no longer around it, it, it's a very grim future you have to build something and it's really hard you have to get together with like-minded people but you have to get going on it we've been doing it for 10 years in america we've got the land but we're still dealing with red tape with oh. zoning and city and then the covid made everything 18 months back long yeah. and and we live next to a school and they've just put up towers 5g wow. towers yeah. on our and everyone's got headaches. I mean, it's just nonstop. Right. So well, people get going now. Yeah, and that's part of what Amity's speaking about on Friday morning. So if you can come on down to, the, you know, we're on, what is it, Wednesday today? Yeah. I don't even know. I, I, Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, well, it, it, not the new medicine paradigm because they're, they're, they're allopaths that are doing that, which mm-hmm. is fine. But the, you know, the way I work toward healing, it's more holistic. It's more honoring of the natural world. And it keeps us away from the allopathic medicine. you're vegan? What? Are you a vegan? No, so, heck no. Oh, I, I just went in no, natural. Uh, I'm organic. Or did you just say worshipping the natural world? That's no, worshipping. I just say worshipping. <laughs> no, I don't know. It sounds like that's Good me. Good Lord. I can't what speak to Polly. She doesn't know how to speak <laughs> English anymore. I don't know. She. Um, no, I'm just talking about more holistically oriented. That is honoring the natural world that was created by God oh, yeah. and living with it instead of fighting against it. Allopathic medicine is fighting against. There's a place for it. But by and large, I want to keep people away from doctors. Because Absolutely. it's the most dangerous thing you can do is to go to a doctor, even if your your life is at risk, as we find out. Even legitimately going to a hospital can end up in your, in your death because they say, oh, let's swab you and let's get you on a vent. Let's get you on some remdesivir. That's still happening, but more overtly than ever, the killing fields of hospitals. So I'm going to hit the key things that I think are critically important for all of us to tackle, to counteract. As you pointed out, even the towers are putting up. Every time they ratchet up their attack on us, we have to meet them accordingly, you know, with things that can counteract that level. And I think in the natural world, God provides us things that could do that. Right. Even in the midst of the, the arrogance of man, that we can go back to the natural world. That's what I'm talking about here. Not the, the, the arrogance of man, what man would do to corrupt nature and say, oh, it's better, but to counter what man is doing in his arrogance or ignorance too. And so that's a big part of what I'm going to focus on as I'm talking with people here. It's amazing how... Many people go, oh, I didn't know that, and I didn't know that, and I didn't know that. So many oh, things no. that I've been doing for so long that I want to make sure can get through to this group here. And, of course, to all y'all that listen and watch the show, you know some of this already. So. Yeah, I just want to completely change the subject a second. Just yeah, so, go ahead. Seeing I've got a little bit of your platform. You, can, you own it. It really go disturbs it. me mm-hmm. that everyone is talking about mRNA shots. You should be worried about those. We all know that. There's mm-hmm. No one's denying that. And yeah. they're putting mRNA into all the new shots. Like, we've got that. But don't think... The AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson, which are the DNA, what are they, the RNA, with not the mRNA vaccines, are safe. I've yeah. seen so many awful injuries from AstraZeneca yeah. 
in England, which was the main yeah. point. Because Sorry, T is going. That's okay. But please yeah. be careful. The AstraZeneca Johnson Johnson injuries are super bad. We just don't hear about them. And everyone's like, mRNA, mRNA, mRNA. Yeah. All vaccines are unsafe and ineffective, in my yeah. opinion. Okay, all of them. Well, Every all single one. There's no such thing as a safe vaccine. Challenge us on that. Well, James Shannon uh, used to head the NIH. He said the only safe vaccine is a vaccine that is yeah. never used. I don't know if you remember that quote going well, back many decades. Look at the health of the vaccine free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, no. that should. Here's the best way to do research. If you're unsure and don't believe us, that's absolutely fine. But here's mm. what you should do. Go and find a family, mm. same parents. The first child they fully vaccinated, and it's probably got some terrible injury like Billy. Yeah. Second one, they probably thought they'd do a partial, you know, that, what do they call it? What do they call safety plan? What do yeah, they call the it? Safe Stupid. vaccine plan or yeah, something. Yeah, there's no such thing, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And then they realized the errors of their way and they yeah. stopped vaccinating. So, same parents, same environment, and look at the difference between their children, the heavily vaccinated one, mm-hmm. right down to the children that didn't get a shot. And you tell me yeah. who's healthier. And don't think. Spacing out is a good idea. It, but remember this. Billy only had the MMR that day when mm-hmm. he had a seizure and his brain injured for life. You can't get more short than that. You can't have measles on its own or mumps or rubella. It's it's the MMRV now, I think. Yeah, something yeah they that. throw more in if they could throw everything in and everybody would be terminated before they begin their life. And I just spoke to a woman as a mother here whose son had the HPV. A so sad, beautiful boy, 18 years old. She, she told him, don't take the HPV shot. Anyway, he took the HPV shot under pressure, you know, college or something. And then a year later, got diagnosed with brain cancer and died. And she's convinced that that, that's what it was. It's tragic, 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 tragic. So every single, and someone else, chickenpox, someone passed away from chickenpox vaccine. It's everywhere. Polly, can you stick around this hour? You got to go. What are you doing? No, I don't want you to go. Why do you think I want you to go? I thought it was the end of the show. I don't know no, what's No, good Lord. It goes two plus hours a day. Well, what we are, are how many hours have we got left? Uh, one hour and a half <laughs> no, at least. Okay. I don't say, you don't have to stick around if you don't want to. But Let's see how means. long I got away with that. All right, stand by. We're going to be back. Super Don, I want you to play the Next Steps clip for those that have the access to get to Atlanta and driving distance, flying distance, last second trip. We still have today, Wednesday, the 22nd, tomorrow the 23rd, and the next day 24th and half day on the 25th. So I'll be here broadcasting live each day. So come on down to the Next Steps conference, next-steps.info. RSB10 gets you a 10% discount when you show up, and we'll be right back.
Oh, we're back. That was oh. fast. Hello. Hello. That cut off abruptly, yeah, Super well. Don. No fade out. <laughs> By the way, we're pouring shots of my favorite sovereign silver for everybody showing up. And so the bar is open all week long. And then we now have the sovereign copper, which is critically necessary because everybody's just overdosing on vitamin C and zinc. And they don't know how to get copper in their system because they won't eat liver from grass fed animals, of course. And so there's a lot more to do. Also, a shout out to my friend Babri originally from Tbilisi, Georgia, when it was the Soviet Union, escaped to Israel, came to the United States of America, and uh, he's brought his Folium PX. And you guys will probably see my mom on the show. She'll be showing up tomorrow. And she's 89, and she suffered for the last few years. She used to go out dancing all the time, and she was knocked down over the COVID years. And she got on the Folium in December, and by January 1st of this year, she was out dancing again. And she danced again on January 29th, 2023 on her birthday, 89th birthday. So thank you to Babery for this folium. This is a supercharged Chernobyl level antioxidant, and I appreciate it. I think talking, you, wait a minute, talking birthdays, do they know whose birthday is tomorrow? Uh, no. Happy birthday, no, no. You're going to do that tomorrow, oh. not today. But okay. there's three other people that share the birthday tomorrow. Who else? I don't know. I don't know them. Uh, Tia said. So we're going to have a big party tomorrow. It's really interesting because we've been coming to these conferences for years. Yeah. And I have to say to you, there's a lot of new faces here. I agree. And, I, I've and seen a lot of new faces. Be, is that because of COVID? Is Probably. New people yeah, in this probably. community. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh, Polly Tommy, just reintroduce yourself for those that don't know you. I am Polly Tommy, manager of chd.tv for Children's Health Defense. And I used to be in VAX. I did VAX and VAX 2. And who killed Alex Bordelakis? Remember that? Yes, I talk about that from time to time. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's free. These films are free, guys. Mm -hmm. Actually, Vax isn't. I can't. It's not. I, for those that write to me and say, why is Vax not on CHGTV? There's a, an issue. Mm. Nothing to do with me. Okay. Just so you know. I'm sure if it, you, it were But it's pirated, yeah. so go ahead and look for it Oops. that way. <laughs> okay. Just don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's really easy to find. But yeah, anyway, carry on. What were you saying? Polly, there's a, uh, you know, we talk about these these companies, big pharma companies, yeah. uh, the Glaxo, GSK mm -hmm. as well as one of them. There's a story here about court documents now showing that GSK, and this is not a vaccine-related issue, but it goes to the- Smith, you're talking about. What, what's that? You're talking about GlaxoSmith. Yes, yes, yeah. GSK. Talking about the fact that they knew 40 years, for 40 years, that their, their drug called Zantac was causing cancer. Wow. And it just goes to the heart of the lack of heart in big pharma, how evil it is. The de oh, I call the demon spawn of IG Farben back from Nazi Germany. They broke up and they spread out, but they didn't change their ways. They know that their drugs are deadly, much less their shots, and their behavior is not an anomaly. That's why, you know, I, I just, I have a hard time, and I try to remember when I didn't know, Polly. But the, this became a political issue when it should never have been, particularly when COVID happened, because it was like, if you believed in the shot you were a good person if you didn't and you except when trump was in then you you could not believe in the shot if you did you were horrible then it changed the moment biden was it is insane but then all of the people on the left that used to at least claim to be suspicious of big pharma didn't trust them suddenly became fawning sycophants of the uh, vaccine industrial complex beyond belief from an mrna altering gene altering uh, uh, injection and so i'm looking at uh, uh, an article like that gsk knew 40 years 40 40 years, four decades of, of, of track record, and it goes back further. And there, there's the article. It's on the Defender. Look at that. And, and I just these like, people, these, these companies cannot be trusted. This is true dark side evil. Mm -hmm. And so I go, well, Polly, you know, they make some good drugs. Really? You know how many of them are from aborted fetal cell lines? Did you hear that? 
things that you didn't even know, things that you're taking every day. And it was funny because they were trying to push back on people who claimed religious exemption to the COVID jab. And at a certain point in the last three years, they came out with a list of all of these over-the-counter and prescription drugs that were just drugs, not vaccines, that also you supported fetal cell lines. People use every day, had no idea to catch us. And food. And foods as well, yeah. And so we actually got to say thank you for pointing that out. We didn't know. Now we know what else not to do. Yeah, it's true. And there's this flu vorex we were covering Mm -hmm. recently, this flu vaccine. And they say, okay, look, everybody, we know you don't like aborted fetal tissue. Fine. And we know you don't like eggs you know the little chicky embryo things fine this is a natural shot for you and then dr nass writes back and says made with dog kidney cells mm-hmm. see they're lying the whole time you have to get the insider then you have to look up the really complicated number that you might want to go i don't understand that too sciencey. look it up and then you'll find from that to another link maybe you'll then you'll find your aborted fetal cells or your dog kidney cells or whatever it may be it's disgusting i was thinking you know for those that say well what's the problem with the dog kidney cells i was like i think there was something in the bible about not lying down with beasts i I just think that intermingling in that way of injectable dna parts from animals is also and it's different from eating folks Uh, this is not we're we're talking about violating injecting uh all kinds of alterations of uh genetic code people actually say to you what's wrong with dog kidney cells yeah i mean they'll go it's not aborted fetal cells i'm like Dude, are you, are you, you know, I I just don't, sometimes I wonder where people are at. I can't make a bridge even. And I I like to make bridges, you know, but I don't know how to make one for that. Okay. So on the, on the inside of every single shot, every Mm. single shot, it says, do not give to anyone who's allergic to any of the ingredients. Every single shot says that. And it says, if you're unsure, go speak to your healthcare provider. Every thing. Well, first of all, the healthcare provider knows jack nothing. Mm -hmm. So there's that. But everybody, I'm sure, is not supposed to, as God intended you. If God wanted you to have dog kidney cells, fragments of, in your body, don't you think he would have put there, them there? And if you don't believe in God, yeah. why have you not got dog kidney cells? You're not supposed to be having alien species in your body. Yeah, It's disgusting. Can people not understand that? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. So you got spring happening in Austin, Texas yet? Like it's hot here. Oh, yeah. We've got birds tweeting. Okay. So basically, we're going to talk about Austin, Texas. Um, We live in the good part of Austin, Texas, by the way. You're far Uh, out of the city. Far out of the city. And we're at the highest point. Mm -hmm. And we've got 40 acres. And our mission is to build purposeful lives for adults that are vaccine injured. And, um, you know, so that they can live with dignity and respect as they deserve. And my husband and I travel around mainly in Europe with so many adults gold standard places mm. and they disgust me the only good one was there was one that i saw but still wasn't right for billy um and so it, it disgusted us what's out there and how much they're charging the parents and and the, the abuse that goes on there so we had to build it ourselves we built one in england mm. on a smaller scale mm-hmm. and then we came out and got this 40 acres donated to us to build it it's my God, it's hard work. Have you Such hard investigated work. the... No you one know, wants to give. No one wants to donate to Adult Autism. No. Fluffy dogs and stuff, yes. Yeah. People would rather give to our rescue horses than our adults with autism. Isn't that amazing? Not my problem. What yeah. about the, the, the use of uh, altering the, the property in some way uh, as a private membership association could eliminate some of the controls that they're trying to limit the use yeah, of the property Yeah, we're looking land. into all kinds of different options, but there's always something that comes up just when you think you've got a good idea. It's super hard, everyone. Yeah. I am telling you. But get going. And, and and my advice, I was going to get the 40 acres and put 100 people with autism on there or vaccine injury. Mm-hmm. And, and then you realize that's actually not possible. That's why they drug them. What they do in these gold standard institutions is they, they pay, they charge lots of money and then they cram as many as they can in. Then they can't cope with all these adults with autism or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they drug them because it's the only way they can control them. 
Right. It's just, it's just disgusting. It disgusts me and it upsets me deeply because these are human beings. And by the way, have you seen JB Handley's spellers? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because we have. There's one the, I haven't it, seen the show yet, the movie. So it's, okay. I can't it's wait, though. Un bloody believable. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like, I would honestly say it's one of the most important documentaries of our time. Yeah. It smashes everything that the white coat doctors say about autistic kids. Mm -hmm. They told us Billy would never live with purpose, respect, whatever, that's a lie. Yeah. And that they don't have any empathy. They don't understand feelings. And Jamie, I don't want to give it away. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but JB's son, Jamie, smashes all of that. Mm -hmm. You'll see it in the film. And it will make you cry. And it will make you be super careful going forward how you speak to people that you think or you don't think about that mm -hmm. are in the room that you think are so disabled yeah, or physically a mess present, yeah. that, that they understand everything. Uh, it's, it's, you know what? It's, uh, I can't tell you how brilliant it is. This, this, I'm words this reminds me of many discussions I had with our, my buddy, Dr. Batar all those years ago. He said, you know what? These kids uh, that are injured onto the spectrum were the, are the most intelligent souls coming in. The, the allele for intelligence, something about that. He said it was always there. And, and this Spellers movie, from what I've read about it, is picking up on that and showing you that these kids are bright, brilliant, beyond words, even though as they know the words, and you wouldn't believe. So, again, I've read about it. I haven't seen the film, but if you haven't heard Amazing. or seen it, I would love to hear any of you that have seen it. Let me know, and we'll, we'll, we'll feature it. I don't it know there. that you can see it yet. Probably not. No, Only I've a preview got a copy, it. maybe. I, I don't yeah. know how. If, and also, if you work for Netflix, I mean, this should be on Netflix. I have much yeah. hate the dark side, Netflix and all yeah. that. It should, it should be. be. It's yeah. not about vaccine injury. You know, we all know it really. Yeah. Is. Anyway, um, but this story should be out there on the big ones. The world has to see this because our kids deserve it. To, people need to know that they, that's why they need to live with purpose and respect. These yeah. aren't the vegetables that everyone's saying that our children are. No. It's disgusting. Listen, Riley, Riley's here. I want you to. I want the people viewers to meet her because she's only twenty-six. Yeah. And she is an example of the young ones mm -hmm. speaking out. Okay. Very important. She is a. How did you connect with Riley? She was working for Zen Honeycott and I stole her from Zen Honeycott. <laughs> so how did you do I that? I put her on. I just said, Zen, I'm going to steal your, whatever, your editor. And she said, oh, I thought that might happen. Hmm. Stole her, mm -hmm. brought her over to Children's Health Defense, and now she's pretty much running CHD TV. She's amazing. Yeah. Super bite. But ask if she had any vaccines. Okay. Yeah. I'll be, I will talk to her. That's a you, chiropractor. You hook us up. We'll connect on the show here. Yeah, that's good for the chiropractors that still hold true to their origin <laughs> point. I can't tell you how disgusted I am. Or I will. I am disgusted if you're a chiropractor that didn't speak out against COVID jabs. I'm just saying, you, you guys, and there are some of you out really? there, probably not in this audience. Yeah, it's stunning. There are some. In fact, I can't even imagine how this happened. One of them was featured in a film with a bunch of other allopaths going, we're sorry. We're sorry. We didn't know. We were lied to by the CDC. I'm like, what do you think I've been saying for 24 years on the air? You're being lied to. And now you're like acknowledging it. And you want me to go, oh, yeah, you're forgiven. Go to, go to God for your forgiveness. Yes, I'll forgive you if you forgive yourself, but I'm not looking to you as the expert if you're a chiropractor that fell, fell for the propaganda. How did you get through a chiropractic school? I'm just, I'm just asking. Just asking. So um, we'll get Riley on. I got a question of the day. It relates to homeopathy. You use homeopathy, of course. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. My daughter's big on it with yes. her unvaccinated, my yes. grandson. So healthy. How, how do they deal with that? Because he's in the Air Force, right? You're, you're, yeah. You're, I can't really talk about him. Okay, yeah. But, by the way, just saying, yes. he's in the Air Force, yeah. flies an F-22. Yep. 
what the F-22 has been doing, shooting a few things down lately. Yeah, he might have shot one of them. Mm -hmm. Might just have been part might. of that. Definitely squadron. Yeah. Anyway, it's all fun and games. Yeah. It's all, it's all nonsense. It's all, to, it's all to distract you. Yeah, of course. I'm um, uh, sorry, got, got, so, got, uh, I can't say that on CHDTV, so I can say you can it on see your it show, here. you yeah, see. You're good. They're not going to know. <laughs> All right, Super Don, what's the question of the day? I want to yeah, get to that. Maybe Polly can help me with that because she's had some oh, no, experience. I'm not home, That's okay. You've used it. Here we go. This is from Lori. Uh, she had a question about nosebleeds last week. Uh, thank you for answering my question Monday regarding nosebleeds. I had to order the Argentin 23 gel, which we have here, uh, from choosetobehealthy.com. That's our online retailer that has the 100% whole food stuff we use. You can use the code RSB5, by the way, get a discount. But I'm wondering if there's a site you order your homeopathic products from since you suggested homeopathic phosphorus or if there are any clean or, or if they're all clean and organic just because they are homeopathic. Well, let me answer that real quick. The homeopathic pharmacopoeia of the United States, HPUS, designates exactly how to produce a homeopathic remedy. So everybody's supposed to do it the same way. Where it gets uh, different is if you have a complex formulation. That is, you have phosphorus, you might have ferrumphos, you might have lachesis, and all in one. That's a unique formulation. That would be different. But the way they make the homeopathics all have to be the same. So wherever you get the remedy shouldn't matter, shouldn't matter until you get into formulations. Okay, let me go back to that big, big screen so I can read the rest of her question. Uh, super dumb, go full screen. Thank you. Uh, also, I noticed that the little uh, bit of homeopathic beads, those are the pellets, I found at the vitamin shop have no directions. I'm lost when it comes on how to dosing these little pellets and how should it be done. Anyway, love you guys and thank you. All right, Lori, I don't know why they wouldn't have instructions, at least to say take two pellets as needed three times a day. I, I can't imagine because I thought they were required by law to have that on there. So I don't know if the vitamin shop, I haven't been in a vitamin shop in years. Where do you get your homeopathic remedies? From a secret location. Okay. Can I just say something about nosebleeds? Yes, please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you not know that, that oh, it's a big sign of being spiked on? Spikers. Like yeah. shed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what the big, all the kids in school. Mm -hmm. So I don't know who Laurie is, but mm -hmm. just be know, aware of that. Be yes. aware of that. I mean, it's my, huge. My, even John started having nosebleeds at one point, and then we realized. I've heard that too. My daughter, uh, who's around some of the friends that were, were jabbed in a shop, it was a little mix at her school, yeah. half and half maybe, but she got strange rashes. And that, that wouldn't clear up until we found uh, an herbal mectin, not ivermectin, but er even ivermectin didn't work on her. Herbal right. mectin did, an herbal formula did. So, uh, but yeah, being around them. These is shots, in my opinion, this is Polly Tommy's opinion before we get anyone into any trouble here, yeah. for sure, 100%, in my opinion, mm -hmm. they're self spreading vaccines. They've been testing this on the wildlife for so long. They are self spreading. We are in trouble, guys, but we are not, we haven't taken the shot and we know how to keep ourselves healthy. Yeah. Gin is a wonderful. No, I'm just kidding. Gin. I'm just kidding. Uh, let's see. Melissa. Uh, let's see. Melissa says, "Oh my gosh! Hi, Polly. I watch you and Mary every Wednesday. Hi, RSB. Hi, Melissa. Nice Hi, to see Melissa. you." Hi, Melissa. I would have Polly on every day, but she's busy with her. You know, she's got stuff to do. But I love her. She's amazing, and we we love uh, to connect everyone. Oh, and Mary while. Holland's amazing and as Mary's well. Amazing she's such as a. Well. She's such a. She's there always. She always tells me off on um, the show. Well, she she doesn't tell me off. She just says. Because sure, I read the headline and yeah. then she breaks it down and I say what I think and she goes, no, Polly, it's not <laughs> quite like that. Yeah. But, you know, she's a lawyer and lawyers mm. do things by the book. I mm. say it the way it is and I think that's important that we do that. So chd.tv? Yeah, chd.tv. Mary and I break down the headlines of the week and mm. every morning yeah. um, we go out with what we think is the latest news. But mm. you go out every day, right? Yeah, two hours plus a day, uh, six you, days a week. Yeah. How do you get all I have a, an awesome producer and uh, Kevin. You have do. you met Kevin Tuttle? 
my buddy. He, I did see he, him. I didn't even recognize. See, it took me like 20 some odd years to get to 1500 guests. It took me a year to get to 1700 guests, 200 more because of Kevin. So I'm telling you, it's amazing. You need to surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Exactly. Well, Riley was here. I was going to have a talk about Where the Where did she go? Because she does, what she yeah. does is really important. She'll talk you through. And it's really important everybody that you become citizen journalists. Mm -hmm. We have to. And even if you, if you have an amazing clip, send it to, it doesn't, yeah. I don't care where it goes out. Please. Because there's yeah. so many different platforms, but we need to know what's going on. Like the people in Ohio, if they'd reported straight to us, we'd have known the truth. Right. Wouldn't we? Because exactly. right now, honestly, let's be honest, we don't know what to believe. It's true. You've got to admit. Yeah, you, unless you talk to somebody on the ground there that's been there, you could verify they're not, not a paid actor. actor. Exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. And, and someone was saying last night, why are we seeing the same picture of the mushroom the whole time? Why are we seeing no other? When no one's going Isn't that interesting? Something yeah. is off. Very, very Don't off. you think? I agree. Yeah. But how do you put your finger on it other than to know we've seen enough to know when we something's off? We become certain assistance journalists and yeah. report ourselves because we yeah. don't trust anyone else. Get on the ground there and uh, hopefully don't eat what's on it. But I don't know. It's, uh, it's some bizarre stuff going on there. So where is Riley? Get her back here. Well, I'll, I'll put her on. She's right here. Yeah. I can go find her for you. Yeah, you'll love Riley, everyone. Yeah. Let me just go find her. Okay. I'll be right back. Stand One by. second. Stand by. Yeah. All right. I got her muted out so she can set that down. Super Don, uh, I think we cleared up the audio mess that was clipping. I didn't know about it because I can't hear it on this end. So I'm glad to. Uh, that, yeah, that it, it was doing that kind of clippy, staticky sounding thing. Um, Marge wondered Mom, if you get, Mar oh, Marge was wondering if you got sand in your microphone. Nope. Apparently, it's no. just one of those glitchy things. So, okay. Uh, hopefully, it's okay. I can now. see what she's talking about, but uh, but I mean, it, it seems to have cleared up now. Yes. Okay. Good. 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 So, uh, yes. Uh, somebody had mentioned Boiron, which is the homeopathic company out of uh, France. That was Christine, uh, they, I think. They, Christine, it? thank you, Christine. They they have their little little uh, there it is the little wrapper. You lift up the wrapper and read underneath it. Tells you how to do it. That might be. I don't know what vitamin shops carry in, so that might be the case. Secret instructions uh, so, under the label. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's kind of like secret instructions under the label. So, <laughs> all right, we've got. Uh, let's say, I, oh yes, Riley's going to join us here. Let me unmute her microphone and make sure this gets up to your mouth there. We can hear you. Hey, Riley. Hello, everybody. Are we live right now? Yes, we are. All right. You should have heard the things Polly said about you. <laughs> and you work with her? I do. She, she is loves my you. boss and my hero. You yeah. know, it's not every day that you get to uh, be in a job that lines so perfectly with your passions mm -hmm. and meeting Polly um, back two years ago was just an absolute kismet experience. You know, I, I remember growing up watching the Vax movies. Wow. I can't believe that I'm here today. Growing up, so you're, closely you're still her. a kid, right? No, <laughs> I'm 26 years old. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, I got into this movement. I consider myself very lucky. Uh, my father is a chiropractor, and so I was born at home. Actually, he's a big fan of yours, so oh. if he knew that I was on the show today, Dude, I'm sure he'd be very shout proud. Shout out to Dad. What's his name? <laughs> Jack. Hey, Dr. Jack. Jack. Dr. Jack. <laughs> so, so are you located uh, in where Austin is or where you're in a remote location for all the shows that, that happen on CHD yes, TV? Yes, yes. We have a huge remote operation. I'm in New Jersey, um, and I actually got started involved in activism because um, back in 2019, uh, New Jersey tried to repeal religious exemptions. Right. And my sister, because my brother were still in high school at the time. So that was sort of my activation moment where I was like, you know what? I need to fight for my brother and sister to be able to be in school. I can't, I couldn't even believe mm -hmm. that we in this era um, were practicing segregative practices. Um, yeah. And that was just really wrong. It felt really wrong to my soul. And so I started to speak out. Um, I got involved actually 
first with Zen Honeycutt, yeah. who's about to speak today. Yep. We're here live from the Next Steps Conference. I'm sure you already said that. Um, but yeah, so I I started, I got involved into the GMO world. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized very quickly, I used to be a musician, and I realized there was all of these very intelligent and wise people who did not have the skills to be able, the technical skills to be able to edit their videos. Mm. And so I started editing clips of videos of speakers who I was inspired by, and I started posting them online. Nice. And that sort of ignited my passion. So I, I've been doing that now for about four years. Um, I got introduced to Polly, and she sort of just you know picked me up and was like, I'm taking you with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here I am today, and I'm really lucky to be in the midst of a lot of my idols. Oh, um, and so it's fantastic. really, it's fantastic to be with you. Yeah, Riley, you're awesome. I remember I was on at least one or two of the shows that you were kind of maneuvering or producing, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I was, let's see, who was it? Uh, Brian Hooker? Brian Hooker, yeah. yes. I don't know if there was another one I can't remember. You've been but, on a couple times with Brian Hooker. You guys yeah. make a good pair. Oh, Brian, so I love Brian. <laughs> and I think uh, Polly invited me on, so we'll have to coordinate timing on that. Yes. Uh, but so, again, so amazing what you're doing. You said 26. Uh, let's see, my son is 23. Does that mean you're post-millennial? Generation yes, Z I, or Y, X, Y, Z. I'm X, Y, Millennial Z. That's yes, my daughter's generation yes, as well. Yes. And my son, I, get, I think at that point. And, you know, there's a, a wide array of experiences that you're going through. Uh, obviously, my son and my daughter are raised organically, non-vaccinated and all of that. Amazing. Uh, but, you Your know, dad. they have a different experience than I had growing up as well. And, and they're looking at the world and, wow, what a mess. I mean, we had problems when we were growing up, but I'm telling you, it's a disaster now. How are you seeing through it? How are you maintaining some level of positivity for the future? Or do you just, you know, you see darkness? Yes. And that, that's such a good question, because I think one of the biggest issues that we're seeing now with my generation in particular mm-hmm. is that they have been so propagandized by the media. Today, we gave a pres- presentation on citizen journalism and how important it is. But I went into a, a little bit about the, the history of how the, we have been propagandized by the media through public relations. Um, and so a lot of the people my age, they think they've been convinced by the media that people involved in the health freedom movement, right? They are domestic terrorists to, to some degree. They are, you know, mm-hmm. right wingers, anti-vaxxers. There's all of these divisive words that they use against us. Um, and I, I think that part of my purpose here is to show my generation that we are not monsters. We are not freaks. We are not crazy. Um, it's just we are practicing and we have the right to practice a different lifestyle than they are used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so any way that I can sort of be that mm-hmm. quote unquote freak yeah. and show them that, you know, we we are not the stereotype. We cannot be put into that box that the mm-hmm. media tries to put us in. And so that's that's definitely my passion is trying to break that stereotype. Um, because what went on during the COVID-19 pandemic was just blatant discrimination. Mm -hmm. And anyone, a lot of the people in my generation would consider themselves on the left. They turned a blind eye during this whole thing uh, to discrimination, freedom of speech. All of a sudden went out the window. You know, all of these democratic ideals, or at least that started off, it seemed like it just sort of like flipped around. Um, And watching what I was seeing mm-hmm. um, and growing up sort of in the COVID-19 pandemic, um, it was a harsh reality check. Um, I, you know, went to college with people who now, you know, consider me an anti-vax freak and that's okay. Um, you know, a lot of people my age who feel the same way, mm-hmm. they don't feel like they can, they can step out. And I think a lot of that has to do with peer pressure. Yeah, I'm sure your kids have experienced it in school. Um, and, 
I got to work. I, I'm really lucky. I got to work with Vera Sharaf, oh, um, who just yeah. put out the new film. Never yeah. again is now global. You guys can check that out on the chd.tv site. Yeah. Um, she taught me that it was peer pressure and the, the average civilian turning a blind eye to the atrocities that were going on that allowed Hitler's vision to become possible. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that is so important because, you know, we can't just blame it on one thing. You know, we can't just blame it on it was Hitler. Um, it was the, it was the compliance. Compliance again. Yes, we come back yes, to that word. From the population that yeah. allowed that to happen. And so the answer is to disobey. The yeah. answer is to go against what they're saying. Yes, what Vera said is um, obedience empowers the tyrants. Mm -hmm. And I could not think that there's a, a time where that is more true today. And so we see these cyclical patterns of so sociopaths in government and it is our duty and our obligation to disobey when we see something going on uh that is just unjust we have that obligation to speak out or we could potentially repeat mm -hmm. atrocity and history yeah the post-millennial generation is uh is in good hands here with riley um <laughs> do you have a uh, chance to stick around for a few more minutes i'm going to take a top of the hour break and yeah because i got some questions for you i got an opportunity polly connected us here and I want a generational view on some other controversial topics. And Riley's very well spoken, well thought out, I can tell. And I'm looking forward to hearing what she has to say. Nothing to be nervous about. You just let it be. Right? All right. Thanks for being here, y'all. You, you've got three more days to join us here at, uh, it's Buford, Georgia, outside of Atlanta. Uh, Lake Lunar Islands, beautiful complex. And it is, I was out, I took my shirt off, got some vitamin D today. And, <laughs> uh, in February, in, oh, it's amazing. So y'all come on down. We've got a whole other Three days to go, and I'd lo love to see you here. If not, share the show, robertscottbell.com slash listen. God bless you all. Thanks for being here. The power to heal is yours. So we're here, uh, hour two of the Robert Scott Bell Show, live from Buford, Georgia, Lake Lanier Islands, uh, with uh, Riley Voyevich. And uh, Riley's amazing. And Super Don, I have to say, she paid you a high compliment as we went to that uh, uh, break at the top of the hour. She's like, ooh, that was a nice transition. Yes, a, I love it. This is a professional video person here, Super D, going, what you're doing is amazing. <laughs> I'm just winging it. So thank you. Yeah. He's amazing. Oh, That's and he's why got he's... the stand-up desk, too, so he knows the power of the spine. Yes, he does. <laughs> ah, now, this is from yeah. all those years working radio, because that's where we started off was actually in radio. So I had faders, and I had standing up, so it's it's uh, it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. My feet hurt, yeah. though. But Dang it. I need, I need better. I got to find something to stand on. <clears throat> need some cookie shoes or put, put some uh, memory foam under your feet or something. Something. Pillow? Yeah. I don't know. Well, look, you know, you sell yourself short on the video thing because you've done some really great little mini things that I know you're not a video guy. And I'm, a, I'm always amazed what you put together. And uh, well, you I'm going to pick Riley's like brain because it's like yeah. you know, she obviously knows what she's doing. But, you know, <laughs> well, I, look, she had a presentation here real quick. Super. I'm see if yeah. I can show you Tia, Stephanie, Lucretio and Polly, Tommy and Riley were on stage just before the show today. Oh, nice. And uh, it was all about become a citizen journalist. And she did. I heard briefly when I went in there, talked a little bit about some of the video stuff. So maybe Super D, this is a good opportunity for you to say, hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah, no, really, seriously, though. Yeah, I mean, uh, any 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 tips you've got, I'll be happy to hear. Maybe we can, we can connect later. 
Yes, absolutely. I have some questions to ask you too about your hardware and stuff. But yeah. honestly, the big point that I wanted to get across today in the talk was that you don't have to be a professional. You do not have to be an expert uh, to be a citizen journalist. Um, you can just use the tools that you have. Uh, if it's a smartphone, um, there's plenty of video editing apps that you can get that you don't have to break the bank. Uh, you don't need to have professional chops to do. I think that everyone. You know what, though? I just got to say it's a younger generation thing to do everything on the dang phone. I just it makes me nuts because I see people who watch movies and I'm just like, how are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's this little tiny thing and they're white. You know, I'm just like, no, I need like a big screen. Maybe it's just because I'm old. But, yeah. you know, it's like I, but you're right. I mean, you can literally do just about anything on a phone these days. I'm intimidated by it, too. So it's not just you. I admit it. And when I did video back in the day, it was all analog. We actually paste stuff together and then it went all digital and it's like really cool, but right. I'm intimidated by it. And I know you say it's easy and it probably is if I could just get over it. So I just got to have you come on down to either of our studios and train us, but not that you have time to do that. <laughs> so uh, Schubert, I was going to ask Riley some very, I would say not, not tough questions per se, because I know she can handle it. But mm -hmm. the controversy of we, we talk about the, you know, we're, we're old dads. He's a grandpa, even though I'm no. older than him. Yeah. Many times over. He's been a prolific with his family, which I'm grateful for because we need to repopulate the earth. It's, yes. it's big trouble right now uh, with fertility issues. So his family's doing well. Thank God. But um, the, uh, the that younger generation that you're part of, my kids are part of. Um, we never, Superdon and I never dealt with this transgender thing. This yes. was never a thing when we grew up. Yes, there were kids that were effeminate some way, and they turned out they grew up, they were gay, whatever. That was like the normal part of what we experienced as far as people. But this idea that a significant portion of young people don't know what gender they are or are confused by it, how have you interacted in your age group? And, and you talk about compassion. Many of those people in the realm of saying, like, you need to be compassionate about this. They're not compassionate about you because you haven't gotten the jab and you don't believe in the whole, right. a lot of the COVID lies. So there's... There's hypocrisy there, too, but I just throw it to you. Yes. Please share some insight from Absolutely. your perspective. Absolutely, and I think this is such a an issue that is it requires a lot of sort of nuance. And mm -hmm. the, the issue that we're seeing right now is that people can't ask questions uh, the way that they used to be able to. If it's in this sort of societal cancel culture. Um, if you, you know, even say the wrong thing, you could be canceled by what you say. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's always important to keep that open dialogue open. And, you know, it's actually funny that you ask me. Um, I think I have a unique position to answer this is mm -hmm. because I actually am gay. I have I have mm -hmm. a girlfriend for the last eight years. Mm -hmm. um, and so I do kind of see, you know, both sides of this issue. Um, you know, I wouldn't say, you know, I'm completely you know, one way or the other, it's just that I'm in love. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say it has been a very sort of recent phenomenon, th this issue that you bring up. Yeah. Um, and I can't help but think um, that the pharmaceutical industry has its hand in what is going on here. Because always, if you think of the profit model, right, it's get them early, get them young. Mm -hmm. And if you can get people who are 13 years old, I remember being 13 years old and loving, you know, at the time when I was 13, it was Lady Gaga, mm -hmm. right? And it was, you know, born this way, born this way. And mm -hmm. if we are, you know, sticking to that principle of being born this way, wouldn't you think that you are born absolutely perfect from God? I believe that. I believe that we are born perfect from God um, with all of the ability that we are meant to have in this life. And so mm -hmm. for someone, either an adult or the media, to convince you that you are not perfect the way you are, 
-hmm. and that you need to alter yourself, that you need to take drugs or pharmaceuticals and that'll solve your issues. And, and in transitioning yourself, then everything will be made. Okay. It's sort of sold to my generation as like a fix all. Mm. And I think that's a huge, I think it's a huge, huge issue. I do. Riley, this was a huge issue for me when I learned about the dangers of pharmaceutical medicine, because once I learned that, for instance, I could help with homeopathy and natural medicine and eating right, uh, female specific issues. Like let's talk about menstrual periods that were so aggressively vicious and bleeding throughout the month that these were things that were not normal that were, as you point out as well, pharmaceutically induced. Yet they would come in and say, Hey, that uterus that you have that God gave you, you don't need that. It could probably cause cancer. Right. And the ovaries, let's take them out too. And so the butchery that I addressed and still do, had nothing to do with gender other than, okay, a woman has a uterus and they can target it. And I said, men, if they were coming after your testicles with the aggressiveness that they were coming after <laughs> women's body parts, yeah. you'd be like, uh-uh, sorry, but why are women subservient to a male masculine, you know, let's say, agenda? Because yes. allopathic medicine is very masculine. Uh, and I'm not trying to tear down because I'm wearing a shirt, American masculinity. <laughs> yes. So I'm not against that. It, but but masculinity, the point of denigration of femininity, you know, there's yes. an imbalance there to say, well, we're the men and we know better. Let's just tear out women's body parts. So my argument goes before the whole gender stuff. But to your point, it, it's an extension of the allopathic mindset. Yes. Just cut it out. Just just. Mutilate it, alter it for yes. it's just like violence, all violence. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that in particular women, um, it's ironic that they are the ones susceptible to it, right? Because you see these same groups, you know, talking about fighting the patriarchy mm-hmm. um, and, you know, sticking it to the man. And then it becomes, it's almost like they be, they want to become what they quote unquote hate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was always like very strange to mm. me. Um, but I think that ultimately we need to instill in our children confidence in who they are. Mm. And if they are different, that's okay. You know, if I did when I was, when I was growing up, I didn't want to wear girly clothes. I still don't like to wear girly clothes, but that doesn't mean that I'm not perfect the way I am mm-hmm. and that I need to alter my appearance, that I need to take pharmaceutical drugs. It's really, it really benefits. We have to think about what industry we're benefiting mm-hmm. from this entire thing. How much are these drugs? If you have to take this for the rest of your life, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, and we're talking about cancer induction yes. via these drugs. Uh, and there's nothing healthy about them at all. And you you said something that, that's very wise beyond your years. You, you become what you most hate. And, and as I have to be careful because, you know, I'm disgusted by what much of what modern medicine does, even though I grew up with it and I understand it. I But I chose not to become one of them. My uncle warned me, who was a doctor, by the way, and Uh, My wife I married, she was in chiropractic school at the time, and she's retired D.C. to be Dr. Mom. And so uh, (laughs) shout out again to your dad, who's a D.C., who raised an amazing daughter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the point is we don't love our children less because of what they, uh, you know, whatever that manifests through them, who they are. But the idea of mutilating your physical body through allopathic medicine to fulfill somebody else's desire, where's the question, the suspicion on profit motive and other things as opposed to, Hey, yeah. Is there a dysphoria associated with gender? But could it be, as you point out, due to the chemicals coming in through the drugs and or pesticides, herbicides, all of these things, much less the injections that have foreign RNA, DNA, maybe from female babies, male babies, all of these things altering from the sense of identity. And you feel so trapped and confused by a physical body and then strengthened by messages that disempower you. You know, from being you are perfect the way God created you. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to have strange feelings about, you know, not it, but then to 
usher them in, especially as they're still children. Yes. I mean, it's one thing if somebody's an adult in their 20s, they say, this is what I want to do. Okay. But man, they are targeting children for this. They what absolutely the are. And I can tell you, like, as my passion is informed consent, I am mm. an informed consent activist. And what I see yeah. going on right now is children, 13 years old, 12 years old, even as young as five years old, we're seeing these children cannot give informed consent about the decision they are making. They cannot comprehend um, what they are about to do and how permanent this could be to them. And it's similar. It's the same way that I feel about children should not be able to consent to vaccination. We see laws in California trying to get children as young as 11 years old. D.C., Maryland now has a law on the table. So if I'm going to fight for children to not make those decisions that could be completely life-altering and life-destroying and chemical imbalancing, then I'm, I ha have to fight what I see is essentially the same thing. We have the pharmaceutical company coming in and trying to get children to consent to something that they do not understand. And they'll be lifelong dependents on drugs, these things right. that become very profitable for that industry. And why aren't the people on the left that claim to be so compassionate, so, ignore, so, so ignorant or so blinded? Yes, that's... Is it ignorance or is it blind or, or have they been brainwashed? Mm -hmm, and I, exactly. I do think that there is a very psychological aspect going on here, especially through social media. We know that there are algorithms designed to get you down rabbit yeah. holes. And I can see it on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I can see it on Instagram. Yeah. You scroll, you go, you go on the wrong path. You end up in their trap. Wow. And a young child who is susceptible to that sort of mind control mm -hmm. will start to become brainwashed themselves and they might start believing things that they otherwise wouldn't. Um, so I do think the media is a, a huge part of this issue. Um, and mm. it's what bothers me about it is that, you know, if, if someone from my college, from some mm. of my colleagues, people that I went to school with, if they yeah. saw this show right now, right, they would be up in arms. Like, you know, mm. Riley, right. she's transphobic. She doesn't understand. No, and the thing is, we're, you know, I think we're talking with much greater compassion than they are. Yes. Because they don't understand the, the consequences of their actions. And I'm like, I'm not calling you stupid or moronic. And I have called doctors morons because they should know better. But you've been played. You've been duped. And, you know, here we're not judging you because you have views on the body and life differently than us. But the targeting of children for alteration of a physical body and not acknowledging the things that Riley has said about pharmaceutical influence. I have an article right here in the show notes. Thanks to Super Don today. FDA hasn't reviewed some food additives in decades. How many of these additives are altering the microbiome? And then the microbiome impacts brain-gut connections, hormonal endocrine function, neurological function, thought, emotion. All of these things can be manipulated through the chemistry. And there was another article here we didn't get to cover about the nanoparticulate realm of uh, food colorings, for instance, and, wow. and the damage to the gut. And, and all of these things are invisible because you don't see at the nano level necessarily. Uh, and, and to your point, that's not discussed among those people who just would yay riley how dare you you're now transphobic it's like <laughs> where's the the transphobia and anything that we've discussed right and where and is it similar to the vaccine you know these same types of people these prototypes would say you know the vaccine is safe and effective what do you mean uh for questioning the vaccine they would have that same you know attitude of attacking you um, it seems like the issue is no one is bothering to listen to the science to look at the science yeah. they have just been brainwashed um, by an industry that is taking advantage of them. And it used to be in my, you know, when I was growing up, it used to be punk to fight the establishment. Mm, I'm sure right. you, you oh, guys yeah. too. Yes, yeah. yes. And now it's, if you fight the establishment, you're basically, you know, 
walking the plank. Astonishing. Yes, yes. Absolutely astonishing. It's, it's backwards. Shout out to our friend Lori Harvey. She makes t-shirts. She says, I made a t-shirt that says, your obedience is their power. Yes, that's, Lori. That's right on. I'm going to show that right now. I want that t-shirt. Yeah, Lori. <laughs> awesome. That's lovely. And Riley, how are we going to connect you with Super Don? Because, uh, you know, what you're doing is so great. And I think there's a lot of cross-pollination that could happen between what you're doing at CHD TV and, and what we're doing and how we could help each other a little bit. Uh, I'm just like blown away by your talent and what you're doing and, and bringing to everything. Yes, absolutely. And I'm actually going to give my email here because I want, we're looking and actively recruiting citizen journalists mm -hmm. to send us their local news stories to film um, and send it to us at CHDTV. So if you're watching this and if something is going on in your town, say there's a board of education meeting, say someone has come and, and, and stolen your chickens, whatever mm -hmm. it may be, we want to tell your story and we have a platform. We have built a platform at chd.tv to tell the complete uncensored truth. So if you are watching this and you have video content that you would like to be submitted to our channel, you can mm -hmm. reach out to goodmorningchd at childrenshealthdefense.org. Um, and Good I would, morning, CHD. Yes, yes that's childrenshealthdefense.org. That sounds awesome. And Lori gave her, gave you her email. She's the one that makes the t-shirts. Oh, fantastic! She's done a lot of freedom t-shirts. We'll have to get that for you as well. <laughs> I have to do so, Yeah, so totally cool. So, uh, is your is your dad uh, going to come on the Robert Scott Bell show one day? Is he yes. To? Oh, he would love to. You know, no one gives an adjustment quite like my dad. And yeah. you know what? There's it's, it's funny because I've never been adjusted actually by anyone else before. And yeah. so Eric Plasker today, amazing chiropractor, yeah. speaker, yeah. activist, he came up to me and said, you know what, you want an adjustment? And I was like, whoa, I've, I've never, never, yes, I know yeah. that I'm absolutely, I know that my dad would be proud yeah. just to know that I'm getting adjusted. So awesome. was this <laughs> I'm who we were, we're right across from another chiropractor right here as well. Yes. But yeah, I'm handsome, looking to get, man. get some uh, adjustments <laughs> going on while we're here as well. I'm grateful for that. All right, Super D, do you have any uh, questions or comments for Raleigh? I mean, again, I'm, I'm talking as a dad. You're talking as a dad and a, and a grandpa. This is a really unique opportunity uh, to interview a bright light in that Generation Z uh, that sees, you know, and experiences it because she's there. It's not just us old people looking down and going, what's going on over there, right? Get some insight. I think this has been very helpful. So, so what's the question uh, you're, you're asking me? I'm you a question. I'm asking if you have a question. <laughs> do uh, I have a question? Yeah. I, I want to uh, talk shop, but we can do that later. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not going to subject the listeners to a bunch of inside baseball here. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Well, that's why we do the bonus <laughs> round as well. A little bit of that. Oh, by the way, our AMA for all our patron supporters is Monday, uh, the 20, what? 7th? Seventh. Uh, seven o'clock Eastern. And we're going to do it from mom's place. My mom is hosting our AMA from her place because hey. I'll be staying with her a couple of days after this event. Very excited about that. And uh, hope you'll join us. And we always have some fun giveaways as well when we do thank you all for supporting us directly. Uh, those of you that can. But even if you can't, just sharing the show is everything. I can't tell you. I opened the show talking about, I can't believe I met some people here. They'd never heard of the Robert Scott Bell show. <laughs> and I wasn't outraged. It was just silly because I've talked about this show being the best kept secret in health talk media. <laughs> yes. Except for people like Kevin and others that well, actually. You know, Robert, to be that. fair, there was yeah. a long time there where you wanted to be under the radar. Right. Yeah. No, I you agree. Know? So I it was like we kind of did that. And now we're just kind of like, hey, everybody, we're here now. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of newcomers, too, ever since COVID-19. A lot of people yeah. are waking oh, yeah. up now. Oh, yeah. So it, it's on us to, you know, show them these resources where they can get the, the truth. So, Riley, here's a question for you. You gave the uh, the email address and I've got it up on the screen there. 
so go a little bit more into detail. Let's say somebody has, you know, they've got their phone. What kind of video is it that you're looking for? And how can like somebody who's got the phone and they want to go out and do something, what should they be looking for? What should they be filming? What is it that give, give them just like a little bit of a guidance on what it is that, that you're looking for ideally for them to send you? Yes, absolutely. And probably the most important thing that we are looking to highlight right now is vaccine injury. So if you know someone who has been vaccine injured, um, if you could take an interview of them, we need to share these stories and we need to make sure that they go mainstream. So I would say number one is vaccine injury stories. Um, number two, um, I think it's really important to to show people the level of ignorance that are current medical profession and establishment, pharmaceutical establishment uh, is current, currently operating in. And so Polly today, she had mentioned in her speech that she was encouraging people to go in, take their phone in to their local pharmacy and ask them for a vaccine insert and just see what happens. Um, one thing that we should know that you should not film the person without their permission. However, um, we think this would be a really good way to kind of show people because most people don't know actually what's in a vaccine. The pharmacist that you're asking might not even know what's in a vaccine. So definitely videos like that. And we also want to support uh, the local community. So if you are hosting a rally, um, if you are fighting a bill, uh, if you are speaking to your senator, log that, log that information because we are in the age that we need to keep each other informed. We are out of the age where news anchors and network correspondents are in control of the narrative. We can take that narrative back, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we need to do. So, yes, honestly, anything that inspires you, health freedom-wise, if you have, say, a doctor who prescribed ivermectin and was chastised, get an interview. We are looking to interview the people from the health freedom movement. If you've never done an interview before, you don't need to be on camera. You don't need to be a pro. Like I said, mm. you don't need to be an expert. It's all about taking that chance, sitting in your confidence and getting that information out to the people. Mm -hmm. So we encourage first timers um, to submit their videos um, and we look forward to what, seeing what uh, you guys bring to the table. Riley rocks. There's no question about it. What you're doing is amazing. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you so much. And uh, how come you don't talk like street, like Jersey? Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> well, you know, when you find yourself um, with so many wise individuals, you know, it's mm. sort of like a when in Rome moment. You yeah. know, you want to you want to present the mm -hmm. best way. So I'm surrounded by all of my heroes and mm -hmm. I honestly can't believe that I'm, I'm in this position now. So I, I feel very lucky and grateful. Well, you have the ability, what we call um, broadcast speak. <laughs> form of English that's very kind of neutral in a sense. Although if I get together with my friends here, we're back in the Atlanta area. I grew up 30 years here. You'll hear the Southern come through. I hear it a little, a little bit now. Bit. <laughs> it just gone back, right? It's charming. But I was just, do you have friends that you get together and you start hearing your a Jersey accent just kind of bleed oh, through? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know who's a good one? I, I, if you want to interview her. Stephanie Lucretio. <laughs> of course. I tease her she about has all the time. You know, she has a really funny moment. I can, I can, I'll never forget one of the first times I met Stephanie. Mm -hmm. uh, she, we were at a mask rally mm -hmm. um, and she said, you know, there's this Jersey, Staten Island, New York kind of thing where when, if you say mask, for example, A-S-K, mm -hmm. there's the tendency to put the K before the S somehow. I don't know where in the linguistics that happened, but mm -hmm. I remember Stephanie very specifically saying, take the max off our children. And I could not <laughs> stop saying that over and over again. It was so, it's That's so funny. fun to me. <laughs> yeah. And she's, she's New York originally. New York, she is and, New York. Yeah, but yes. she's in Jersey now. So I, I right. give her, I give her some There's crap. A lot about of health freedom refugees, you know, that yeah. had, to, had to flee. <laughs> and I remember we covered that live. There was, you know, CHD was there doing a live and Bedell was there and 
we were on the air live and taking the feed and showing the feed while we were live as well. So we were covering this world changing event, of course, little to no media, maybe some local media in that, but it was astonishing because New York had just rolled over and died on the issue and New Jersey strong at that moment. They just shook the whole place. And that was one of those things that was so inspiring. It kind of stopped their momentum. Uh, yes, you know, absolutely. And, and, uh, significant and event. how ironic was it that it's right before COVID? Mm-hmm. How ironic was it that they were yeah. there was a, a, a concerted effort to remove religious yeah. exemptions? That does not sit right with me. I don't want to be called a conspiracy theorist, but I'm telling you, something's up with there. Yeah, <laughs> there's causal links in these temporal events. Mm-hmm. I'll just say it that way. <laughs> All right, Riley, you were right. amazing. Thank you for you being on board. Absolute legend. Give my Thank love you to your so family, much. and hopefully I one will. day get your dad on board. Yes, would be a lot. Lori, I'm going to hit you up. I want one of those T-shirts. Oh, yeah. So we'll connect <laughs> you guys as well. So thanks, Lori, for being out there and supporting the show. And I look forward to seeing everybody also in the next event for me will be in Arizona, the 6th and the 7th of March, coming up real soon with Jonathan E. Mord, who's running for the United States Senate in Virginia. And he is the health freedom candidate of health freedom candidates ever to go in the United States Senate. And he's got the endorsement of Ron Paul. Just so you know what kind of street cred that is. Uh, so, folks, check that out on uh, uh, emord4va.com, emord4va.com. And we'll talk more about some other upcoming events and say thanks to many of our sponsors that make this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty uh, po- even possible. So, Riley, thanks for being here. Yes, and you thank you keep so much rocking it anytime me. you want to stop by. You're welcome here. Not that you're busy or anything. <laughs> well, God bless. Thank you, everybody. All right. That's. Uh, what we got here at the Next Steps Conference, and Riley brought it, and I thank her for that as well. We've got more uh, uh, interesting guests as well coming up, another nurse. And boy, uh, hearing from these nurses that have woken up. There's Polly. Thank you, Polly. She rocked it. She's amazing. I'm telling you, she's amazing. So uh, let's see. We got Shelly, and I can't even read, Candelaria. Got Candelaria coming up. Thanks, Riley. And uh, we're going to talk about some things with uh, Shelly in just a moment. Uh, before we bring her in, Super Don, I just want to acknowledge some of the stories that you've brought to my attention. And one of them, interestingly enough, it, it's related to something I've been looking more into. Three benefits of drinking chlorophyll water. Uh, this is from eatthis.com. I always like that. Eat this. Like it's like seems like it's so in your face to say that, but <laughs> eat this, not that. Talking about chlorophyll water for a lot of the benefits that uh, we have talked about, the energy bits about. You know, if you want to drink that, that's fine. And, and I've, I've gotten chlorophyll water before to drink, and there's a lot of purification aspects of it. And uh, I'm looking at this stuff that I travel with now. I've got the recovery bits, the chlorella tablets. Oh, oh, you went to the, I'm sorry, you went to that. These things called beauty bits, which are spirulina tablets, and the recovery bits. And, you know, this is another thing my wife has been doing, and she's gained so much energy from just taking two, one or two or three or four maybe little little tablets a day. And uh, if you haven't checked out energybits.com, remember the code RSB20, RSB20.com. I'm sorry, RSB20 to get the 20% discount. Uh, let's see if there's anything else uh, specifically uh, that we can do. And, of, of course, photosynthesis results in, you know, the life of the blood of the plants. The blood of the plant is chlorophyll, and it can benefit us and our blood as well, uh, as well as being antioxidant. Now, uh, let me see if I can transition and get a microphone popped open here. And we are welcomed by Shelly Candelaria. Did yeah. I say that right? Yep. Nice to see you. You're like the only hey, Robert. person I can right. Yes. Let me have you go back and come back in because that clicking thing is back. 
Yeah, no problem. Take Real over quick. for a sec. Yeah, right yeah, back. no problem. No problem. Okay. This, uh, don't know what it is. It's that thing that we get with Michael Bolden when he tries to connect. So while Robert is doing that real quick, I just want to let you guys know, uh, and I'm going to put a shout out to the podcast uh, people that are listening right now. We have a new episode of Stay at Home Mom that will be coming out later on this afternoon. Uh, It has something to do with Sticky Fingers. What was it? Sticky Fingers. Hold on. It is Sticky Fingers Broken Hearts is the name of the new episode that's coming out this afternoon by uh, Leslie Goody. And so that'll be uh, something you guys can check out over on the podcast feed uh, mm-hmm. be shortly after the show is over today. All right. Let's so see if we go. are a bathroom without the clicking. All right. Go for it. I'm trying to make it. Can you scoot in? Because you look so small and you are tiny, but <laughs> I just don't want it to be so outrageously like you think. No. All right. So Shelly uh, Candelaria is with us now. She's a nurse. And uh, I connected, I think, uh, through our friend from Nurse Freedom Network. Right. Yeah. You know very well. Mm-hmm. Kimberly right? Overton. Kimberly Overton. Mm-hmm. And were you here for the event yesterday? She did the nursing I event? I was, yeah. Event? I spoke, um, gave a basically a, a debut intro to my new company, um, Freedom Learning Co. Yes. Um, to where I go and train. Right now, We on our platform, we only have um, IV infusions that I'm training on um, to get nurses and doctors um, out of the system and working for themselves instead of big companies. I'm going to get you in here. I'm just going to put this for Super Don to have. And I want to talk about how to connect with you. But there was something about what you said to me earlier today where I was like, intrigued. I said, yeah, I want to interview you. Absolutely. And um, there was an awareness and awakeness as a nurse to, to not doing all the things that nurses had done through the, the COVID craziness and participated in the madness and the death and the destruction, and the injury that was occurring. Yeah. I, I there's had to be a point. Was there one point when you were like your aha moment that you saw through all of this? Or yeah. was it before that? Even? Well, I, um, you know, my, I, I, from the beginning, I did a little bit of nurse um, travel nursing and I did um, some research nursing. Mm-hmm. And when they rolled out a vaccine or quote unquote vaccine, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I knew something was really dangerous, dark about it. And I didn't, I didn't like anything about it. All my, colleagues would you know say why aren't you getting it and like everything about it is wrong mm-hmm. we don't do this in research yeah. we take labs we take vitals at the least and so i was you know, totally against it and i was mm-hmm. very vocal about it i never um reserved my opinion on it because to me it was very unsafe it was all everything about it was not right it was going about you know against the Nuremberg, Nuremberg code from the mm-hmm. beginning. And so it re and I had to take 13 certifications to be a research nurse in that trial. That particular trial was a double blind, um, placebo trial. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was just really weird that we have all of these researchers who don't know even what a, the Nuremberg code yeah, it's amazing. is. And so I left surgery, um, because they're like, oh, your kids can't go back to school. Um, we got turned into a COVID unit where we only, I only saw like maybe four patients critical in mm-hmm. there in eight months, but the numbers of deaths in our county was going up hundreds overnight. And yeah. so I was really like, something's wrong in the healthcare. It's really dark. Mm. It's dark. It's satanic. It, it's something's going on and I don't want any part of it. So um, I went back to 
um, I never really left hospice nursing, but um, I went back more full time and decided um, when they also were like, hey, you got to get the vaccine if you're going to want to work for us. And so I created my own company. I opened an IV infusion clinic um, in Arizona with another nurse who also left the hospital for the same reason. And we, I mean, we were scared and we we're like, hey, can we even do this? And in Arizona, you know, you certainly can if um, if you do it in a public realm, mm-hmm. um, like we did, you can do that as long as you have a, you know, a physician overseeing you, okay. things like that. You can. So you set up an IV infusion clinic that was hey, more what, nutrient bo- focused or you what kind of thing? Were you <laughs> Initially, doing? yes, yeah. it was only nutrients. Um focused. Um, we did, you know, your vitamin C infusions, your Myers. Um, I, I'm not mm-hmm. proponent on Myers cocktail. I believe everyone needs to be treated individually. Yeah. But um, we were just going around doing our thing. God was blessing us, giving us a new path. Um, and it was working. We were able to mm-hmm. treat patients compassionately, critical, critically thinking, um, going along this whole new path. And so it was interesting. About halfway through that, my, my husband contracted COVID and um, it, and it gets, it, it's really eye-opening for me of what really is going on because I knew, okay, the government's at it again, right? I already knew they dabble in what, you know, everything we do, mm-hmm. they know and yeah. manipulate us and things like that, propaganda. You so know, did, my, you already, did you already have the IV infusion clinic at that point? I did. Okay. I did. And so, but he got COVID. Um, he didn't really get sick. He didn't get fever, cough, body aches, nothing. No runny nose, no sneezing. About almost three weeks after he got COVID, his saturation started dropping. Blood oxygen saturation, we're talking? That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was really making me nervous. It went from, you know, 89 to 80, 81, mm. 79. And I said, okay, well, I don't have what I need here. I'm going to take him to the hospital. And I was really nervous. Um, so I took him to the hospital, um, called up a friend who was a doctor at a hospital that I used to work at. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, bring him. We're going to take care of him. He's basically VIP. And so um, got him there. All felt wrong. Felt wrong right off the bat. They said, yeah, you can come in. No, you can't come in. Um, they left me standing outside the ED. Mm-hmm. And never came back. And then I got a phone call, like, good news is he doesn't have any blood clots. And I'm like, because hmm. I did a, you know, nurses, well, even when we're at home, we're assessing our sure. patients, mm-hmm. which is a, a, this, my husband, you know. Yep. And so uh, I knew his lungs were clear. There was no wheezing in his lungs, no ronchi, no crackles, no traditional um, signs of pneumonia. Pulmonary and so, distress of any kind. That's right. Yeah. And so it, it just, I was like thinking, oh no, it has to be blood clots. Like he's over COVID. He's over replication. Um, no, no, they didn't. So it was kind of crazy. He was begging me to get him out of there and I convinced him to stay the night and like, no, they know they can run the tests. I cannot run the tests. Um, I can give you infusions, but I cannot run tests. Right. And so he, so interesting how it all really, uh, you know, unfolded because that's when I became really wide awake. Mm-hmm. It was an eye opener. I got um, a phone call that morning from a doctor who is affiliated with FLCCC, who is also a friend of ours. My husband's a police officer mm. and um, he is too. And so also 
this was a doctor. He's a chiropractor. So a chiropractor saved my husband's life, basically. You know, he got the ball rolling. And so after that, he's like, you got to get out of there. Um, he's, you know, he's going to die in there. And uh, they they had left my husband in the room. Not that it won't come in. They won't do anything. No, no, really no water. No, they he didn't eat yet. Um, we're over 15 hours at this point. No tests, no D-dimer, no fibrinogen, no CT, but they still told me, and I'm a nurse, Mm. you cannot see blood clots from an x-ray. And so, um, they told me he didn't have blood clots and they were doing all we can Mm -hmm. to keep him off a vent. But you knew they were wrong. Yeah. So what did you do? So I walked into the hospital mm-hmm. because I waited for almost an hour for them to, I said, you need to sign an AMA and they need to bring you down. I've got oxygen waiting. I called in I, who I needed to call in and, you know, God set it up and mm-hmm. oxygen was waiting, you know, at the front door for him and they wouldn't bring him down. And he, at this point was on 10 liters and I walked in, unzipped the COVID unit, mm-hmm. walked into the COVID unit and took my husband out of that hospital. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Nicely done. God, God, God was walking God with was you. walking with me because mm-hmm. I was like, and you know, I was met with a nurse. You know, what the hell are you doing in here? And I said, I'm here to get my husband. I've got cops waiting if you would like to talk to them. And um, you're not bringing him out. You know, the AMA sheets clear across the room. He can't walk across the room. And I was giving it to God at that point, you know, I was anxiety ridden. I had never been on an adrenaline high. And you understand how, (laughs) let's say, small physically in stature, yet when you walk with God, you're as big as you need to be. You are. Yeah. I I, I said, you know, your will, not mine. Mm -hmm. So I was going out on a scary limb here Mm -hmm. because nurses, we just, I mean, I'm territorial. Yes. And, you know, I was, I was bringing him home. He said, I'd rather die at home. Come get me out of here. All they're talking about is intubation. I would rather die in my own home. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay, okay. So I went and took him out, set up a hospital in my house. Um, doctor came that evening, did an assessment. He's like, I don't know why he's not um, breathing. Mm-hmm. He's clear throughout his lungs mm-hmm. and um, got him on everything I needed to get him on. Another doctor from that same hospital who had quit after 22 years mm-hmm. of service to that hospital because he wouldn't they they wouldn't let him give ivermectin. Got on the phone with him. He mm-hmm. said, "Shelly, he's you know knew me, um, and he said you're going to give me an S bar on your husband. It's just a you know an information breakdown what we give um, doctors to mm-hmm. get to the gist of the situation." Yeah, and he said to me, "If it's not too late." I want you to give him 700 milligrams of aspirin, Hmm. but I think he might have blood clots. So the impact in this case was the blood thinning uh, benefit to aspirin. That's the indication in that moment. Yeah. And the, but the thing is, is one, and he knew as well as I knew once that clots there, you need an anticoagulant. So, um, I get, I mean, I prayed, I anointed him. um, For me as a homeopath, there are certain key homeopathic remedies that would be indicated. Right. So yeah. now, yeah. you know, I don't even know if Natakinase or any of the kinase, mm-hmm. um family w- or Baluki would e- even have broken down where sure. this virus was l- intricately designed to wipe out what my husband and I believe the working aged, fighting aged men. Mm-hmm. All along my street, there were three men within 
um, healthcare, police, fire, EMS that have mm. died within a month of each other. My husband was on the platter to be yeah. next. Yeah. And I'm like, there is something dark going on. No one would call me. No one was letting me know what, what was going on. So fast forward, I said, I need you to go back to the hospital a different one. Mm -hmm. I need you to get labs. I think you have blood clots. This was a really dark time for us. Yeah. A very did, solemn did, time. Could you find one that wouldn't call the other one so you, you wouldn't be, you know, somehow kidnapped? I mean, they don't like what you're doing. Once no. you walked out of one, they're like, the word is out on you, maybe. I'd be concerned. So the one that we walked out on, the doctor texted me and said, you know, watch out for that hospital. I'm like, what mm -hmm. do you mean? Because you guys just almost killed him. Yeah. You didn't even do the test to confirm he didn't have blood clots and mm -hmm. then told me he didn't. So I'm like, oh, I don't even trust anyone. I trust God. So I put my faith in God mm -hmm. at this point. And, and where I, were you directed? Um, he went back to a, a very local hospital where okay. we lived. And You got the test done then? We did. So we walked in, you know, I had him write his last will and testament like he wrote his last wishes wow. he had a big sign he was ready in he case was, he was yeah, ready yeah. he had a big sign no remdesivir yeah. no intubation taped on his chest um at this point he was on 50 liters fio2 of a hundred percent wow and i i just gave it to god because at mm -hmm. this point i had went and do you know what broken heart syndrome is my heart swelled mm -hmm. up I, I went into heart mm -hmm. failure oh my gosh. Yeah. and so i'm yeah. fighting covid oh. heart failure um pericarditis, cardiac effusion, mm -hmm. and I'm doing this all for my house. Another doctor in town said, come, you need potassium, magnesium, we need to slow your heart down. And I was doing that, fighting from under, underneath the second hospital. Wow. And I said, no, go back to your basics. This is a doctor that grew up with my husband from birth. Mm -hmm. And and I said, get a D-dimer. What's his D-dimer? Mm -hmm. um, it's over 10,000. I said, well, he's got blood clots. Well, no. I go, no, 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 no. Well, we're done past COVID. Mm -hmm. He's had ivermectin, 36 milligrams for five days now. We're done. You need to get him on anticoagulants. Um, well, and I said, no, I want that CT scan. And he had already been at this hospital, I want to say going on 12 hours or so, mm. had no CT scan. And I'm like, what is going on in our system? This was not new. Mm. This was new to me. Like, we just didn't do that. Yeah. And then... Got it confirmed, went up. Um, the doctor on the floor basically said, you know, you deserve this because you're not vaccinated. You deserve to die and you're going to die. Um, you have a 50% chance, if maybe less, to live. And he goes, well, I'm not going to die because I got Jesus on my side. And so, I mean, he gave, he said, you know, whether you take me up there or mm -hmm. leave me here, I'm still living. So... Um, it was, it was interesting. I actually kind of had to infiltrate. Yeah. Even then I had to infiltrate. No mm. one called me. I was left in the dark. Wow. I knew the nurses. I asked the charge nurse who was personal friend. I'm like, set this nurse in here. Cause mm. I know she'll turn down that machine. They put them on prophylactic Lovenox injections. You would think they would put them on a heparin drip. That's what we did in right. the past. Mm -hmm. Um, they didn't. So, um, but you know, it all worked out and, on the third day, I knew it would hurt his lungs if we didn't get that, you know, FiO2 down. And um, I asked her, I said, it's, it's time. It's time to go in there and, and turn it down because if you don't, you're going to hurt him more. Mm -hmm. And she so titrated you need to tell down. everybody about FiO2. They don't know the lingo. 
Yeah, so it's, it's like 100% pure oxygen. Mm -hmm. So, and that can be actually damaging mm -hmm. to the cellular matrix of that inner lining of yeah. the lung. As much it can as, burn it. Yeah, as much as oxygen is necessary for life mm -hmm. in a too pure form for extended time, it can damage tissue. That's what oxidative stress is as well. Yes. So, that's why we have antioxidants. So, it's a right. fine line, you know, therapeutically as well as, as yeah. medicinally. And so, so nurses, yeah. the nursing role and we are taught this. The nursing role is to identify if a patient needs to titrate up mm -hmm. um, or titrate down in oxygen. That is what we're trained to do. These nurses are scared to mm -hmm. touch it now. It it's that's our our critical thinking skills that we are taught. I'm, yeah. I mean, those tests you take are they beating it out of you. Yeah. 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 They have. They're. they're yeah. So, are you still running that IV cl uh, clinic, or you sold that, or what? I happened? did. So, I um, following the path that's being laid before me. Mm -hmm. I actually sold it to my partner um, two weeks ago. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. So, I, what's next? And so, I'm I'm gonna be an educator. I'm going to. Well, I started a company already. FreedomLearningCo.com. Freedom Learning Code or Co. Co. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's write this down. Freedom. I'm gonna everybody write this down. Freedom. Learning Co. Yep. Learning Co. Dot com. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what's gonna? What are people gonna find there? So um, right now, I have a course, an IV infusion course, to mm -hmm. get nurses, um, doctors out of the system, working for themselves. It is a cash-based company um, platform. This and is great. Yeah, it's great. And so you don't have to deal with insurance. And it brings you back to your clinical skills. Mm -hmm. It gives you the power of your practice back in your, yeah. And so I am running that nice. and going to be adding other things to it. You know, how to stop um, a, a bleeding and, yeah. you know, how to use a tourniquet and all that kind of stuff. And so nice. I'm really excited about that. Well, a shout out as well to my friends at Trinity School of Natural Health. We just had the Trinity Health Freedom Expo virtual and I, uh, actually was able to moderate a, a panel of, of instructors and we've been welcoming more and more doctors and nurses into the Trinity School as well to learn about things they didn't learn in their school. So uh, all these things are going to be helpful to reset and do the parallel society like what we're doing here at Next yeah, Steps. That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's what it, that's my goal is to bring health, wellness um, in, a, mm. in, a, in a society that's not oppressed. Yeah. Are you sticking around for the whole time here? I am. Yeah. Good. So I, I definitely want you to come to my talk Friday morning. Okay. Because I'm going to be talking about some things related to blood and copper levels as it relates to oxygenation, coagulation, all of that. That's and awesome. these minerals are lost in translation somehow, some way, somewhere. So I'm going to bring that back into the mix. I know you're going to dig it. Yeah, they're really well, they're yeah. really important because Hi, Tia. I had to get. <laughs> there goes Tia. She's doing amazing work. We love her. Next Steps is awesome. And this is just day one. We're just warming up. So come on down, everybody. Yeah, yes. great. Yeah. Some great speakers. So yeah. next-steps.info, by the way, for those of you who want to join us in Atlanta, Buford, uh, Lake Lanier Islands, it's beautiful out here. It's going to be in the upper 70s, almost 80 degrees again tomorrow. I'm just like, just so sad about all my friends and family that are back in the cold, snowy mountains. By the way, I have to say, uh, Super Don, I got a text from my wife when we were talking about the chlorophyll water. And I, <laughs> I mentioned about the, uh, uh, what would you call it? Um, the energy bits. Right, how she was being helped by it. And she said she shoveled six inches of snow today. And she said, I couldn't have done that before the energy bits. Oh. 
Yeah. She shovels wow. things. I'm not there. Yeah. I'm like, that's impressive. I, I know what it's like to shovel snow this winter, especially. <clears throat> she was out there doing it. How cool is that? That's pretty cool. Hey, yeah. believe it or not, in Arizona, it's pretty windy and cold right now. So is it? Yeah. My husband's kind of jealous. I'm like, it's 80 degrees here. Well, tell your husband I want to meet him and you again. At There's two events coming up the 6th and the 7th of March. Super Don, can you find that page if you go to emord4va.com? Because Jonathan E. Mord is running for the United States Senate out of Virginia, and he's having a big health freedom event, uh, also sponsored, co-sponsored by uh, Jack Wolfson, the paleocardiologist. You ever met Dr. Jack? Mm -hmm. And they're going to be hosting that in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Let's see if it's changing every day. There it is, March 6th, Medical Freedom Forum, Scottsdale, Arizona. I will be there for that. And uh, I would love to see you and your husband there. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, this this man has beaten the FDA back world record uh, eight times. So, yeah, Dr. Jack Wilson, Heather are supporting it. And if you go down below, Super Don, I thought there were some other people mentioned in there that are going to be there. No, not that far low. I don't have control of the mouse. It's talking about the people there. Yeah, event details. There it is. That's it. U.S. Congressman Dr. Paul Gosser, former state senator. Senator Nancy Barto, and, and there's a read more. I don't know. But for those of you in Arizona, you'll definitely want to be there. There you go. There's other people that are co-hosting it as well. And uh, it's going to be great. So if you're available, tell your husband. Yeah. Join I'll us at that. You. Go to emord4va.com and then check out the events coming up. And the one that is coming up in Arizona is next, Scottsdale, Arizona. I think we'll have two events, six on the 7th. But uh, we're waiting on details for that second day. So anyway, we're way. Well, no, we're, I thought we were over time. We're just about wrapping up, but it's been great, great, great to connect with you, Shelly. Uh, yeah, it's been great. Thanks uh, for having me on your the show. The moment you started talking to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I can tell. I, I, I want you on the show. And you told a story that uh, is extraordinary. Yeah, well, I don't, you know, you know after that, people just started calling me. You're, we heard you're the nurse that can, can get our, our loved ones out of the hospital. I'm like, well, um, yeah. I don't know if I can, un, you know, you know. Mm. excubate your your loved one i don't know Expercate, if I, can, yes. <laughs> I don't know if i can do that so um but i it i don't even i think i was on autopilot mm -hmm. i didn't even care yeah i'm like i'll go to prison for this i don't even care i'm saving my husband's life mm -hmm. so i'm just a vessel on yeah. how i was used yeah exactly well this has been an amazing broadcast thanks to you shelly and then we had riley and polly tommy on as well and uh this is the kind of fun stuff we have happen when we're at these events live and we never know who's going to be on the show until it happens and it's so exciting to meet awesome new people that we've never met before super souls call them and they're here to do extraordinary things at a time when we're most challenged and when we say, you know, you are made for a time such as this, Shelly. Yeah. My husband bought me that shirt and I mm -hmm. wore it to the last one in Orlando. Yeah. 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 And you are. And that's evidence of, of what you've done. And you can inspire others I hope so. to do the same or better. And we continue to hope and pray that uh, we can wake folks up. But we don't do it by force and deception and violence and coercion. We do it by being living examples and also respecting the freedom that they have to be or remain asleep. As much as it pains us, especially if they're people you love and care about, uh, you, you, you can't beat them over the head with a two by four and wake them up. It'll knock them out deeper and they'll get more angry and entrenched. So just be there for them. Love them no matter what. Some of them may not wake up before this physical lifetime ends for them, uh, but hopefully they're connected to the source of all creation, wisdom and healing. So whenever you get there, you get there. But we're here to help you at any point in time. So come on down. See us at the Next Steps Conference. Uh, there are a bunch of other events. I mentioned um, April first and second yes clearwater florida our friends at nutritional frontiers are hosting a healing retreat on the beach in clearwater 
It would be amazing to see you guys there if there are tickets remaining. And it's going to be a healing retreat for the healers too. Get some vitamin D. Join us in Clearwater Beach, Florida, 1st and 2nd of April. Uh, we've got other events happening before, during, and after. If you check out the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com, you'll see all the good stuff that's going on here. And uh, I want to say thank you as well to my friend Babri with his Folium PX. This is what I call a Chernobyl-level antioxidant. It's helping my mom at 89. She's back to dancing since she got on the Folium setup, the three-pronged approach. Let me see. I got all three of them here, so I might as well show you. This is the super antioxidant one. And then we have uh, the relax one. And we have also this one, the Folium PX. I think these are two of the same. Oh, that's the immuno one that I held up first. So get on these three, folks, especially if you've been exposed to a lot of nasties, which who hasn't? Sometimes a little bit more se severe, like we've the, all the controversy with East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, these are the things that can help counteract it. And uh, I want to say thanks to our friends at Sovereign Silver and Sovereign Copper. And we're pouring shots. It's party time all weekend. The bar is open and we're here for you. And we're going to be pouring shots for everybody to try all weekend long. So I thank you as well for being here for that. Super Don, any last minute announcements before we break for the bonus round? I know we're up against the, that break for UK Health Radio. What's going on out there? No, I don't think so. It's, it's time for a break. So we'll go to the, uh, the top of the hour break here. Yes. Uh, we'll be back in 60 seconds with some bonus time. Who knows what we're going to do? Yeah, who knows? Shelly, thanks for being on board. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know what? This is uh, inspiring as it is every time we come out here and do these things. I'm so grateful for all the cool people we meet and I'm empowered and strengthened because of it. And I'll also remind you that the power to heal is yours. Yeah, you're doing great. <clears throat> Thank you. Good to meet you too, Shelly. All right. What a show, man. This the I didn't know we would have Shelly on the show today, much less Riley. That was fantastic. What was Riley's Hi. last name? Uh, it's Vyovich. It's V-U-Y-O-V-I-C-H. I can show you visually. Yeah, I'll remember that. Hold on a second. Yeah, I, I know. It's definitely what? not a name. <laughs> can you see it on the camera right v, there? Uh, just spell it out again. V U Y V U Y V U Y O V I C H. O V I C H. Okay. Cool. Vyovich. Cool. Yeah. So I'm just let me just check here real quick here. Let's see here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got clicking today, and it, it was just kind of just there. There was not a whole lot we could do about it. You mean even when I went out and came when back? Yeah, and came back in. I mean, it was like what we were going to do. You know, it's like just keep going out and coming back in. What browser are you using right now? For today, this? I'm on the Chrome browser. <clears throat> yeah, but it's on the laptop, and I think that might be yeah. something we might have to do some testing with. What I did do, though, yeah. is for the most part, mm -hmm. for about an hour and 43 minutes of today's show, I recorded directly into the board which doesn't so have any of the clicking. Nice. I'm, I'm just going to start doing that. Just, yeah. You know, I, I can erase up. it or whatever. So we've got the backup. So the podcast should be for the most part. Okay. Pretty clean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. That's so good, apologies good to anybody who's been listening to clicking today. Yeah. It's, it's annoying, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully we'll do we'll better have, tomorrow. We'll I don't know what to do. Figure out. We might try a different browser or something. So right now they're <laughs> opting out of the technocratic state with Derek Bros, Zenny, Zen Honeycut, Zenny, Zen Honeycut, Tag Meyer, and Susan Sweeten. That's who's on stage right now. And tonight they're film screening uh, Medicating Normal yeah. with Wendy Ratcliffe, Angela Peacock, and Dr. Krishna uh, Donaparty. Uh, so that's today. I mean, this is an amazing full day. And uh, tomorrow 
We're going to be doing homesteading, homeschooling, home and self-defense. And then there's a networking night. And then uh, Friday is when I speak, Healing Yourself Naturally. I'm going to do that with uh, Dr. Eric Plasker, Bill Schindler, Hava Levi, who we've had on, and Julie Wentz. And then the New Science Paradigm on Friday, our friend Dr. Brian Hooker, James Lyons-Weiler, a friend there, and Dr. Sin Hang Lee, which we've had on the show many years ago now, I think a few years back, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about HPV stuff, and he's here. That's going to be amazing. And then the New cool. Medicine Paradigm on Friday. This is during our show while we're live. I don't know if I'll be able to squeeze any of them in beforehand, but it'd be nice if I could. Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Pierre Corey, Dr. Christian Donna Party, uh, Kimberly Overton, and Dr. Cami Benton. And then we have a VIP dinner and gala Friday evening with Jim Gale, you know, and uh, Brad Skistimus, five times August. Mm-hmm. So what an event, dude, what an event. And then Saturday is a prayer in nature walk in the morning. So great event, y'all. Hopefully you can come out. You know, Steve up. has some of the most brainiac uh, moments mm-hmm. in the chat room. Yeah. I mean, if he's, you know, sometimes he's just, he's just like, just in the chat thing. I mean, there's just like reams of, of, of details and links and stuff like that. He's, Mm -hmm. he's like one of the smartest guys I know. And then he Mm -hmm. has these, this, this, you know, this clever, smart humor here. I I was talking about the clicking that was going on in the show. Yes. And apparently he's, he's implying that perhaps I'm racist (laughs) because I'm anti-clicking like some of the African (laughs) tribes use the clicking language, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, Yes. Many people were uh, introduced <laughs> to that clicking sound from a movie, an independent movie made in South Africa. Do you remember The Gods Must Be Crazy? I remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. I don't yeah. remember a whole lot about it. It was but. all about the Coke bottle that fell from an airplane into a primitive tribe in the middle of Africa <laughs> and how this Coke bottle destroyed the, the harmony and peace of that tribe. And he was uh, the one guy that was the, the protagonist of the thing he was he was tasked with taking the coke bottle to the end of the earth the edge mm. of the earth and throw it off okay get rid of it gotcha. but it was one of the funniest movies at the time years and years decades ago now that it came out the gods must be crazy so there you go but yeah that's funny steve thank you for that laughter yes you brought it all right what else we got today here any other breaking news on you know I, and every time i'm on a trip i'm like disconnected from the news cycle um, you know, actually, one thing I did want to bring up because I know you were talking with uh, with Shelly there about mm-hmm. trying to rescue people out of hospitals. Yes. Um, and a while back, it was April of last year. We had it was the same show that we had Scott Shar on. We had another mm-hmm. guest on Greta Crawford, and Greta yeah. Crawford uh, has a website protocolkills dot com. Yes. And I actually have had the opportunity to have some further uh, dialogue with Greta and someone else that she is working with uh mm-hmm. laura bartlett and they have something i just want to put this up here because i I, it, I think it's important mm-hmm. um they have this thing uh that you if you or you someone you whoops i did the wrong thing is that it no that's it i just hit the wrong okay. there we Free go patient advocate hospital hostage helpline oh yeah that relates exactly where shelly was talking about yeah and i'll what tell you I, some of the the work that the, these two greta crawford and laura bartlett they have done on helping people that find mm-hmm. themselves in a situation where, uh, you know, they're in the hospital, the docs, or they, they don't, they don't want to uh, let them leave. Uh, Greta and Laura have done all of the work. They have all of the tools 
that you would mm-hmm. need or someone you know would need in order to extricate themselves from that yeah. situation. All the legal right. stuff and, and all you have to do is call this number and they, 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 do, they do this for free. It costs nothing. Triple eight C19. Yep. Three, six, three, seven. That's two nineteen, by the way. Triple eight, two nineteen, three, six, three, seven. Write that down because yep. if you ever run yeah. into a situation where someone says, Hey, you know, my my wife, my husband, my son, whatever, you know, they're in the hospital, mm-hmm. they're trying to force them to do remdesivir, they won't let them you know go home. Um, mm-hmm. these these this is the number you want to call right here. Yeah. So eight 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 C one nine or two one nine, I guess it is, right? You said eight 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 two one nine three six three seven. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Super D. Lori Harvey, woohoo. The last 90 minutes of my work day went by faster because I was listening to RSB. That's right. great. I'd love to make your work day go faster if that's what you like. Mine went, I don't know. I think it went pretty quick, too. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just like it so impressed. Me. My wife, like, I, I shoveled six inches of snow. I'm like, dude, that's impressive. That's not something you could do. I t- Actually, I teased with her yesterday. I said, you know, I'm leaving before the snowstorm comes and, you know, you might end up shoveling snow. She's like, oh, maybe, and and she did. So All that's right. really cool. Well, I'll Can't tell you, be, picture, between the uh, the cardio miracle and the energy bits, uh, that's yeah. So yeah, I actually have some coming, I believe. Um, the yeah. energy bits to try because I've been wanting to try that out. So definitely, they're amazing, absolutely amazing. So everybody, give it a go. Energybits.com, twenty percent off with the RSB twenty code. Uh, also, you know, I travel with, and I'm trying to get, dig into my my bag of tricks here, you know, um, where I've got so many things in this backpack. I feel like I'm, I don't know. Was it Felix, the cat? What was the guy that, that had the bag of tricks? You know, I think, and he'd reach in and there's all kinds of stuff in there, but a bag of um, tricks. Yeah. It, it's like you had your secret, all kinds of stuff that would come out of your, ba- the, the bag, you know, you just, maybe it's like a woman's purse that has all kinds of weapons in it. I don't know. Hmm. I'm trying to find Not ringing a bell. I'm sorry. These are old cartoons. Here it is. So, you know, I've been telling you about the um, the DMG, dimethylglycine. Mm-hmm. So I, I've got this stuff. This is what I got. I ordered from, uh, as, hold on here, Nutritional Frontiers, of course. But um, these are the lozenges. I think they're easy to travel with. And I think they have a liquid. They have a liquid, too. We've talked about this. But to counteract unknown exposures, even if you're eating organic like I am, uh, you know, if anytime you get an exposed to grains, beans, legumes, anything like that, oats as well, just to be safe, you know, pop a little lozenge for the DMG. Okay. Uh, it'll help, help counteract all the exposure to uh, glyphosate, among other things. It has a lot of properties. That we've talked with Judy Mikovits about that too. Uh, so that, that's been a part of an additional daily regimen for me. Uh, when I'm out and about, or even at home, we do this on a daily basis now. And you can get that at 15% off with the code RSB15, uh, nutritionalfrontiers.com, cbdnf.com. And all of that, uh, even when they're on sale, you can get double dip on the discount. So take advantage of that. Yes, sir. Do you, do you get the, you got the number for Riley? I do, yes. He dropped it in there for you so you guys yep. can stay connected and talk shop. She's, yep. so, dude, she's so cool. I'm telling you, like... I mean, where we went, I mean, she did not know any of the questions I was going to ask her. And I asked her probably one of the toughest questions I could ask anybody right. about the, you know, the gender stuff. And then, you know, as, as you saw what she revealed on the air, talking about her own, her own personal beliefs, existence and what she's all about. Mm-hmm. And she did it. She's, that was, she, I was so impressed with her. So impressed. So let's see, Chris says on yesterday's show, you mentioned a lot of COVID documentaries cover. This was a, a, on the Encore show yesterday, right? 
cover how dangerous they are, though not remediation. Yes, tests and treatments were covered for the last one and a half hours of my last show with Dr. Jared Roscoe, D.C. Treatments, too. Good. Chris, I know you'd, you'd come through just right, but I don't think there's enough of that. So great. Good on you, as they say. Thank you for doing that, Chris. I appreciate that. I just got a, an email from Mel uh, mm-hmm. saying, Hi, guys. During the cl- <laughs> during the clicking RSB and Poly T, yeah. uh, you were talking about a docu-series. Did not hear what the title was. Yeah, that was uh, Vera Sharav, I thought. Or, or maybe that was with Riley. Uh, we're talking about uh, uh, Never Again has, Goes Global or something. Oh, is or that what it was? One? Okay, Never Again Goes, goes Global. Yeah. Yeah, there's a website. That's my memory of it. But with Polly, we were just talking about chd.tv and various different uh, movies like Who Killed Alex Portalakis and, of course, Vax from Cover Up to Catastrophe. It's like that. Yep. Hey, Kev, you want to say hi in the bonus round? Hey, all right. We got our buddy Kevin coming in. The website, by the way, for that that uh, Vera Sharav is neveragainisnowglobal.com. Thank you for getting yep. that detail. Is Kevin there? He's oh. going to be in a second. Let me get that headset on and bring that around. Testing one, two, three. There he is. There he is, Kevin Tuttle. What is the hat hey, today? I got to show you the hat. What is that? Got it from Children's Health Defense. It says... Control, control group. group. <laughs> Whoa, I got to get it out like that. 2020. That is totally cool. Hey, there's was great. Brad, five times August is here. We're going to get him well, back on the show. We should have him yeah. tomorrow rather than. We're going to get you to say hi. Squeeze in there. Look at this guy. We're going to be jamming this weekend. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be awesome. So today was an amazing show. Thanks to you as well. We got Polly Tommy. We got Riley. For the first time on. Yep. She's amazing. And then uh, that Shelly, the nurse, she was yeah. terrific. What a great story she had. Wow. And we were able to get cover it pretty well, that story. So I, I love the fact that we can do, you know, the non-radio uh, segments, the long-form Super Don. We couldn't mm-hmm. have done that at that pace on, uh, right on our Sunday radio show. It would have been be a challenge, like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we had the time, so it was great. So I, I really appreciate that. Connection was good today then? Yeah, well, I w- we were clipping, a li- clicking. There's I think popping. it probably is now. It's got some weird clicking things. So you and I, Robert, need to do some testing. Okay, we'll do some more. Yeah. Uh, also, um, Nancy uh, t- texted me because uh, I talked about the energy bits again. She said she was out there. She she uh, shoveled six inches of snow today. She could have never done Holy that before cow. energy bits. Yeah, so wow. she's really getting stronger. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, really amazing. So that's good news. All right. Um, anything else? I don't want to annoy anybody if we're still clipping and clicking. I know you're recording it behind the scenes, so it'll be clean that way. Yeah. So we'll do we'll do some t- testing, see if we can figure out what the situation is with that. So back tomorrow from uh, where is it? Buford, Buford, Georgia. Buford, Georgia. I just get all southern saying it. We're in Buford, Georgia. Buford. What you do you have? What, Buford. Where, what are you having for dinner tonight? Now that you're back at home in Georgia in the south. You know what? There's probably not any organic food here, so I'm probably going to go you out. Got to have the, something the southern. Come on, you're in Georgia. Well, I don't know where I get organic it's southern right out here. Corn, We're out in the country. Cornbread, or I had that at home, so I don't need collard um, greens. Or, I'm just going to hit the organic section of a store and pick up some stuff. That's all I know to do. You'll have otherwise some. I can eat bars and stuff. <laughs> Cliff uh, Bar. Yeah. Hey, I'm in Georgia. I got some organic southern <laughs> bars. I don't know. All um, right, man. You got plenty of nasal spray, so yeah, if I all do. else fails, 
We're covered. We got Cardio Miracle coming out our ears in a good way. There you go. And uh, so we'll, we'll stay strong through it all. So how have you been able to, um, were you in for a lot of the uh, presentation on new media stuff? How to do I it? I was, yeah. That was, it was great to have. Um, so it was Polly and Stephanie, Stephanie and Riley. Riley, yeah. yeah. And Tia. And, yeah, and Tia, yeah. of course. Um, so just to, I enjoyed the technical aspect that Riley had. Yeah, you know, we were digging it. Hints. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, that's the stuff that, like, how do you go and do this? Like, am I just supposed to carry my phone around? And, you know, so no, I mean, it's simple stuff. Get a tripod and hold mm -hmm. that instead. And just little common sense things that sometimes aren't so common. Yeah, yeah. Lori says hi. Hi, Lori Harvey. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my for the temperature to get to 50 degrees so I can put the sticker that she gave me on my car. So what? <laughs> She's funny. She's like doesn't see that we're actually on the air. You know, we don't have the sign on the air. There it is. She doesn't see it. Need to get uh, you one of those that you can bring with you. That you know, like the you know, like I, one of those up there. You know, yeah. it says on air. You can click that on yeah. so people know. Mm hmm. Hmm. I'll look around see if I can find you one. Okay, portable one. That'd be great. Yeah. Somebody did bring me Good an meal. organic apple. That was nice. All right. Well, I do have something. Yeah, go entirely hungry. Yeah. Cardio Miracle and apples and energy mm -hmm. bits. You're, you're call covered. Yeah. So we'll see what adventures we have the next two days of live shows, Thursday and Friday, right from here. Uh, I don't, Jonathan Emord will still, as far as I know, be on for the first hour tomorrow. So if we have somebody locally, it'll be someone that, you know, I want, will. I want, we'll want to see Jonathan interact with him for the first hour. Second hour, we'll, you know, have a mix of guests right. from the, uh, from this right, next so somebody conference. more political minded. Is that what we're looking for? Whoever we think could benefit to hear about and from Jonathan that they would, I think, get enthusiastic and going, I want to support that guy that has influence. I think that would be great. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, that's my I'll look anyway. for him mm -hmm. or her. Mm -hmm. right. There you go. Look how inclusive you are. Good job. <laughs> You, or or they. It could be a they, too. They. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to Riley about that, those issues Did you? on the air. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. It was fascinating. Really good. Yeah. Really good. I look so, forward to hearing the show. All right. Well, have a good day, guys. We'll uh, check in with you in Buford tomorrow. And Buford. Uh, for the rest of you, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate uh, I mean, you. It's we do this for you. If you weren't there, just be me and Robert and Kevin talking to each other. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. Sometimes. Sometimes. Maybe. We probably talk about female issues. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one alone. All right, guys. We'll uh, talk well, to you later. <laughs> that's funny. See ya.